Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bill Dawes. I am in uh, Florida right now. Uh, dude, last yesterday I, I'm going to Naples, Florida to do off the hook comic club. And I always I get to the airport, and as soon as I get there, they're like, uh, I check in, you know, ready to go. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have my driver's license. Like right as I'm there, like my flight leaves in. Oh my god! The, the lady's like, uh, well, do you have any credit cards? I give her like. You know, five credit cards. She's like, okay, so she checked my bag. Then I go upstairs to check in. They're like, uh, you can't get on the plane if you don't have a. I'm like, but she checked my bag already. I'm like, what about my phone? I have, we can't use phones. I'm like, it's a picture of my license on my phone. Nope. So then I'm like, I don't know where my license went. I mean, it was in my wallet. So then I had to go home and my flight and my, my bag is now checked to Naples <laughs> through Dallas. Uh, so you had to go home they would not make an exception no no i had to go home and then i'm like looking everywhere i have my passport i'm like yada yada and i'm in my car searching for it and then i was about to give up and then my my trunk opened up i practiced like the wrong and then i was like it was in my trunk oh god and i I remember when i got my car washed the guy was mexican and was saying about my trunk but I couldn't understand what he was saying. He's like, you know, and I'm like, all right, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And I guess he found my license that was in the front seat, put it in the trunk. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, so now I had to take a flight like seven hours later, and I had a, uh, a layover for, I got in Dallas at midnight, and my flight didn't leave at 7 a.m. out of Dallas to Florida. I had to sleep on the floor of the- Did you miss the show? Did you miss the first show? No. No, I was getting it the night before, but I had to, I had to sleep for seven hours in the airport you know, on those seats that like come out where you're, you're like, you can't, I'm like too fat to get under it. See, I'm like basically <laughs> fat or the floor where everyone stepped on all day. Oh God. Like that's freezing. Gross. So I was like shivering. Uh, I had to go buy like a $40 sweatshirt. Cause I was so cold at like five in the morning. Just, yeah. So I just got in and I'm like, man, maybe I should cancel the podcast. Like why are we having the podcast? I'm Never. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go. You know, I got like, <laughs> And now if I sleep all day, which I want to do, I won't be able to sleep at night. So now I'm like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. day, and then I'm up all night. It's just one of those things. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing a little bit better, man. <laughs> I, hear that, I hear that club is great. I've never done it, but you told me about it. You've been doing it for like 10 years now, I feel like. Didn't, didn't you come here with uh, Jamie Kennedy? Or you went to the old one? Off the hook. I've never done off the hook. Oh, really? I've heard stories. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Na- Naples is awesome. Like, the club's awesome. They treat you great. You get free seafood. It's, it's awesome. Meanwhile, I mean, so, uh, how, anyway, by the way, shout out to, so this, did you hear about Brendan Schaub? No. All right. So, Brendan Schaub on his podcast, and, like, I know that McCorkle hates Brendan Schaub, like, hates him, hates him. I have no beef for Brendan Schaub. We had beef a long, long time ago, me and 
Callan and and uh, and Chow, and that's like all war on the bridge, you know, and and it's it, it's good. Well, I'm good with Chow, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't really think about Chow. You know, people like hate on him because it's comedy or this. That I'm like, whatever, dude. It's so fucking yeah. hard to make it in this business. It's beyond. Yeah. If you can make it, you know, good Any on way you. you do it. You know, good on you. Like it's all good, right? So, Brendan Chow said that. A couple days, like last week, him and his wife were driving, and there was like a huge, a guy was trying to like kill himself and his family, and ran into oncoming traffic, and he had four kids in the back, and his wife, and plowed into a huge, like, I think it was on the 101 or the 405, huge truck, and him and his wife are driving, and his wife's like, just keep going, but he sees a kid, like, like, basically screaming for help, so he stops the car, punches out the window, takes three kids out um, and then, you know, gives them with someone who's safe and then leaves, right? Which, amazing story. Amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. And, you know, hats off to you, Brendan Schaub. Like that's, a lot of people think like, what would I do in that situation? And everyone would like to think that they're the guy that would do that. Yes. He actually did it. So. Yeah, incredible. Amazing, right? And all over TMZ and this and that, you know, and. Everywhere. So, was there a recording of it? Is there a video of him doing this? Well, that's the thing, right? So now, all of a sudden, there's all these threads saying that like he made up the story, that he wasn't there, and like, the, like he's lied before, yada yada. And look, I'm like, who the fuck would make up a story like that? And when he told me, like he was crying, he was on the verge of tears, and like you'd have to be fucking insane to make up a story like that. Like, like Shalb's not gonna do that. There's nothing to gain. Yeah. So easy to prove. But right. <laughs> <laughs> but you start reading these things and, and you're like you get, and then you get sucked in it's like this murder mystery thing so you're like because they're like well he, he he picked you know he picked three kids so alleged, like in a news report there were four kids he said he got three and then you're like wait he handed off the kids to a, a woman like why wouldn't he stay for the police to come or for the fire department to come? like he had to go he had an audition I guess for he, something his wife and, or his girlfriend and they went on like a date for sushi right and then, like, she posted a picture saying he's my hero, but there was no blood or, or like, they were, like, in perfect hair. Like, and I guess he saw the woman, the, the mom died, the, three, the, the kids lived, the father then got out and was arrested. But he said the father got out and ran, for, ran and he got hit by a car going 60 miles an hour, but then kept running, right? Which, so, like, you're like, wait, like this, and there was oil everywhere. So all these people now are detectives. All these people don't like Shalb or, like, are kind of skeptical are coming up with like this is bullshit this is like a stolen valor story kind of like a steve renazizi 9-11 thing which was like also insane remember when renazizi said that he was yeah 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 right so i'm like no there's no way shot would make this up like there's no way like what does that's he have the to craziest do? thing to do right like this, and so but now i start reading it and i'm like okay like so, so I'm, re I'm reading it and then i'm like well who would why wouldn't you stay with the kid and who would who would just and who and their right mind would see brains splattered everywhere and then go out for sushi. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like, I think if I rescued three or four kids, you know, out of a fucking car, like that's the night. I, I think. Well, how old are the kids, first of all? I mean, like five and three and seven. I mean, they're like. Kids. If they're a seven year old kid, he could be like, yeah, a man came and punched out the window and dragged me out. Like, the kid can actually verify right. that, right? And, but then now all these like police reports and fire reports saying that he that they not, none of them mentioned a, a six foot three Brendan Chow. and like no there were no witnesses of this, right? So now I'm like, 
in the fucking airport, like doing like a deep. Now I'm all of a sudden on unsolved mysteries. I'm I'm the first 48. I, I got to figure out whether Brendan Shaw was here or not, right? And everyone, people are like coming up with like maps and theories and like like one guy had a whole thing of like the angles that Brendan Shaw said he was at. And people said, well, he was Brendan said that I was wearing a white shirt, he's wearing a black shirt. Which I mean, look, if those details, I would get the, I would get those wrong too. I, I don't even know what shirt I'm wearing fucking half the time. I, I don't even know where my license is, you know, at, at the airport. So I'm not exactly the guy that would. Okay, now back up for a second, Adam. So I'm just trying to get the story here. So he's driving on the same way and the yeah. same on 405. Yeah. So he pulls over on the highway on the 405. Yeah. Which is not an easy thing to do, obviously. Yeah. But there's like. It might, the one, it, might, uh, it, was the one, it might have been the 101 where it was in Encino. Okay, so what, where it hits the 405. He pulls over and he sees this. Now, there's no cops in the scene or paramedics or anything at this he's point. The first just, the, he's the first in the scene, yeah. So he goes there and the car's like upside down or what's the deal with the car? The car's like, like, it's no, it's like the airbags are out. He told the story very, very vividly where like very detailed, like I, I had no, you're like, wow, this is what could happen. Unless he's the greatest actor of all time. So he pulled, but what I guess, so he pulled the kids out. Yeah. Right. And, he, and one at a time, obviously. And the kids are sitting there. He has them crowd and he goes, and the parents are in the car bleeding to death. Oh, yeah. The mom's dead. And, the mom's dead. And, then he, and, he, and then he says to the woman, don't go. And she says, don't take the kids near the mom because they don't want him to see the dead mom. Uh, there's another woman there. And then he hands. So and then, all right. So cut to like, people are like, can't wait to tell to make this like the Jesse Smollett thing, right? Which I'm yeah. trying to make. But then the woman last night said I was the woman that Brandon handed the kid the kids to, right? Oh okay, wow! Thank you. And then like, okay, it's over. It's over. Like this, this makes total sense. And then she has a picture, like a fucking picture, like a picture of her on the scene. Um, but then I'm, but then I'm like, this woman follows me, right? And I'm like, what are the chances this woman follows my account? Uh, and she posts about MMA all the time. <laughs> Like, no, like, oh. Wait, what? Yeah, the woman Did that- she, Has she already, has she coincidentally following Brendan Schaub too? When probably, probably, I mean, she, she follows me, she follows this, uh, like other MMA accounts, she posts about fights, Ultimate Fighter. But I looked at her, she's a real woman. Like she's a, uh, like a Mexican woman. But she has pictures of her on the scene. Yes, one picture on the scene. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look, like I said, I don't think Brendan Schaub would make up the story. He's not a fucking psychopath. Who would make up a story like this? Like who in their yeah. right mind would pass, you know, I mean, unless he dreamt it, but, but, but who, I mean, who, who would say, and plus how would he get his wife or girlfriend to corroborate in this story? Well, like, that's what would, white girlfriends do for everybody over this past there, 2000 years. There's no fucking way I can get my wife. But, to, hey, hey babe, <laughs> I got an idea. See that accident right there? Look, like, you know, people aren't, my, my, well, my what ran, so what about this? He ran out of the car. The wife stays in there, you know, posting on Instagram, texting or whatever. He goes over. He sees an accident. Is everything cool? And then he runs back. What happened, babe? Oh, I just pulled these kids out of the car. I mean, I guess. She, so she's. Ah, God damn it. Here's the thing. What doesn't make sense to me is if this happened and there's yeah. children there and a dead mother and where the fuck's going on? Who knows? And there's some random Mexican woman that he doesn't know. You're going to hand the kids. It has nothing to do with her being Mexican. Just right. some random who's unconnected. You're going to hand the kids to them and just go, all right, I'm out of here. We got a reservation at 7 o'clock at Tamago. Right. That's what I was trying to say. But I didn't want to say that because I'm the asshole. Like, 
I guess my point is like, if, if you're in that situation, how's the situation? I would like to believe I'm the person who would stop to save the kids. I mean, I, yeah. I pulled over and saved animals before on the road, you know? Sure. So, um, and now let's say you did it. Let's say you did it. What would be your next step after pulling the kids out? Selfie? Come on. You got to get the selfie. <laughs> if I did I mean, it. Yes. If I but if you also, did it, would you want to do something like else? Yeah, I would Not stay there until the cops show up. Um, I would take the kids into my car probably and be like, hey, sit here. Um, guys. Yeah. So You're leaving standing on the side of the road next would, to the car? Yeah. I mean, right. Like that I would not I don't know, I would maybe drive the kids away from the scene to a fucking police station. Uh and be like, hey, can you guys, listen, this is what happened. Here's the accident. You know, I would try to you know, I, I definitely would not leave to get sushi afterwards. That that made no sense. But I don't want to take away from the guy being a hero because what he did is a heroic act. Okay, so I'm not putting it down. But yes, there were details of the story that didn't make any fucking sense, right? I mean, right? Well, it just seems to me like that has to be provable. That has to be definitively provable. There yeah, has to so, be a way. And then, now, and, and then all these people on the internet that hate Brendan Schaub were then like, posting like the police reports, the crime reports, and none of them mentioned it and this and that, and everyone's ready to jump on the guy. I'm like, we can't jump on the, look, no. No, don't get me wrong. If it was proved that he was lying about this, that would be a fun thing to joke about. Not, not the kids, but then you could put him in every time, in every heroic act, you could see, well, Brendan Schaub was the guy that, you know, won World War II, or <laughs> Brendan Schaub solved the, the human missile crisis. It, like, I cannot believe, I just cannot believe that he would take the kids out of the car and then just go, you guys good? I'm out. <laughs> it just is, that's fucking bizarre to me. Because at the very least, wouldn't you just be shaken? Wouldn't you just be like, fuck, dude? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to go out on my night. And I, I mean, it was, it was at six o'clock. You know, you know. Tyler, did you hear that story about Brendan Schaub with the kids? Uh, I vaguely heard of it, but I, I don't, I don't know enough to comment or have an opinion. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm, 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 right. Right. That's that. That's where I, well, I, I was trying, it seems like people were trying to disprove that he was, that he did it. And I see a woman came forward and said that she was the one that handed the kids to, and she seems credible other than the fact that she's a huge MMA fan. Like what are the chances? But I mean, look, a lot of people Can you like find out if she follows Fred and Shaw right now on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I I I don't want uh um I don't want to uh you know get her harassed by people. I think you know if she I don't want anything to do with you this. Don't name her. You don't give her name. One of those fucking true, true, like true crime things where like you you just get like sucked in and 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 if you have time you know, all of a sudden you're looking and you know I'm like I'm I'm a fucking detective and then I'm like what am I gaining from this? Uh, like like I'm just gonna we should just leave it at, at like anyway anyway. So we got Tyler Diamond is here. Uh, Tyler Diamond, by the way, is you are an amazing fighter. You won your first PFL fight uh, in amazing fashion. You got fucking hurt, rocked. You you but you came back and won your second fight. You just ran out of rounds. I mean, holy shit, that was a war, and he couldn't get rid of you. Uh, tell me about that fight, Tyler. Yeah, that fight was interesting. It was uh, I. I honestly probably shouldn't have taken it from an outsider's perspective, like with having to have surgery on my face and fight four weeks after that. 
um, not really being able to prepare how I normally prepare because my face was damaged. So I just did a lot of running and mitt work. But, you know, my whole thing was like, dang, I can, I can fight with anyone on the planet and, and I'm in shape. So let's do this thing. There's a lot of money on the line. So I did it. And I think that um, my toughness obviously shown through like it always will. But uh, some things were just off for me, such as, you know, my timing, uh, my rhythm of the fight, etc. But uh, you know what? Like I said, I always have a chance. So I did it for that reason. Dude, I was at Chuck E. Cheese watching that fight. And my kids were like <laughs> on the playground. Uh, and, and I'm like, oh, come on. And people are looking like I'm insane. But because uh, you were just like, I mean, a lot of times I feel like other refs might have stopped it. Some of the, like, you were just taking punches and then you, were, you didn't go anywhere. You literally, like, might be the toughest person on the planet. But that. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to uh, cigarettes and alcohol, Keith Peterson, uh, for not stopping the fight because, yeah, man, I, I, I was in it the whole time. Like, sure, I got rocked a few times here and there, but, uh, yeah, Brendan, he's a he's a good fighter. He's a he's a good dude. But I truly do feel like I just ran out of time. If it would have been a five round fight, I would have uh, I would have definitely welcomed that. That's for sure. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Now, and you honestly, the back of your head, did you know you were losing rounds and you were like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna catch him." Is that kind of how it went down? Uh, after the first round, I was like, "Man, that's a toss up. Who knows who won that round?" Like, neither one of us really did anything super effective. Um, after the second round, I was like, dang, that might've been a 10, eight. So this third round, I got to get this one and I got to get it in a big way. And, uh, so I went for it in the third, I got rocked a couple times there as well. I mean, I don't know. Uh, my perspective might be a little off on the fight too. Cause I actually haven't even watched it still to this day. I just don't even really care to, I mean, what it's, what's done is done. I'll watch it, I guess when I feel like it, but, uh, yeah, I knew I needed that third round and I went for it and. And I think I did well from what I remember. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, you know. I, I went in with the expectations of, uh, of winning the fight, and I think I did the best I could considering the circumstances. What was your face – what was the face surgery you had before the fight? Um, so I didn't know anything about faces before this fight, but there's a bone right here that runs along, like, in your ear area. It's pretty thin. It's actually called the zygomatic arch. Um, mm -hmm. In my fight with Joe Sung Bin, it fractured in three spots and it was dented in. So basically, they had to go through the side of my head and like stick a bar in there and basically pop Jesus. it out. Oh. So they did that after the first fight. And then, literally 45 seconds into the next fight, it broke. I was like, gosh, damn it, this would happen to me. Because I just felt a big pop and didn't really hurt. But I was just like, gosh, damn it, there goes my face. So. Of course, I got surgery after the second fight again, either two, because I didn't want a uh, a dent in my face. It was very obvious. I don't know. Yeah. It might make you look even tougher. I mean, your face is pretty much shot, dude. No offense. So I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy I'm married. I mean, I, my ears aren't in the best shape. I got a lot of scar tissue on my face. But come on, I'm not that bad, Adam. There's a lot no, your, of your wife is smoking. Your wife is smoking hot. Um, and she's like a fitness model or something, right? What does she do? She's something fit. She's like a yeah. She she used to be, but now she's just mom. She's just momming it and being a PE teacher. But she can get back to that whenever she's got the uh, she's got the body for it. That's for sure. And then you got two kids now. No, I only have one kid. But man, I might have two kids on the way. Who knows? <laughs> oh, is that, and how 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 old is your kid? Uh, he's eight months. He just turned eight months. Wow! Oh, wow! Did you get the uh, snoo? Say it again. 
the, this thing called the snoo. It's like at night, if you're baby making up a lot. Rich liberal people in LA get their ch- kids. Yeah, you put your yeah. kid in this like rocking thing. It like you tie, it straps it in and like rocks it to sleep every night. But it's, it's like a game changer. If you have another kid, get the snoo, S-N-O-O. It'll be a huge. Uh, I, I need to look into it right now because that's, that's currently our biggest struggle right now is the sleeping, uh, as most parents can uh, sympathize with. Does your wife wake you up and say, take care of it? That's what my wife used to do. She's like, <laughs> she does every once in a while, but man, she's a, she's an MVP mom, dude. She just usually handles everything, at least when it comes at night with sleeping, because uh, I think she's just been so used to it with me being in fight camp and like me needing my sleep. She just is in the routine of doing it. But uh, man, I, with the exception of today being Thursday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was on daddy daycare duty. So we're in a real transitional zone here where, she is going back to work full time and I'm trying to balance watching ACE, but with also utilizing our resources so that I can still train efficiently and win this tournament next year. Does team alpha male yeah. have like a daycare center? Cause you guys all have kids now. Well, if they did, we would all be in the daycare center. <laughs> according to all your jokes. <laughs> um, so maybe it's best that we don't have a daycare center. So we wouldn't get any training done, but no, in all seriousness, um, we used to, and then I feel like it wasn't being utilized enough, so that, that area got turned into something else. So I don't know. Sacramento is an hour and a half away. So all of our resources are up here where I live. So it, the, bet, the most likely scenario would be that I, I drop Ace off with, you know, one of the grandmas or an aunt or whatever, and then I go down and I train for the day and I come back up and pick them up type of thing. Or, or Kiara can pick them up. Uriah Faber was at a fight. He was actually fighting one time, and he was like, I'm a damn – I'm like Uriah's wife's, you know, very attractive woman, and it was it was it was the grandma, <laughs> like like it was the I was like grandma's like forty, like I was like whoa that's you know what I'm talking about right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, his, his wife is a very good looking lady though, and she's she's like in her I think she just turned thirty. So and so was so her mom. Her mom, I was like, wow, her mom is is a, a very sexy. Yeah, they they've got they've got good genetics in that family. That's for sure. What's his name is now doing bare knuckle boxing? Uh, Chad. Chad Mendez. Like, you yeah. said Chad probably a million times. Like, how do you see this going? Uh, I think it'll go fine. I mean, he's a power puncher, you know? So, uh, I think he'll rock a lot of those guys' shit. I don't really, uh, I don't really see a ton of viable threats over there, I guess you could say. So, uh Man, I think he'll do fine. I think he'll do great, and he'll make a bunch of money, and that's what it's about. So kudos to him for that. I knew he had something going on, and we're good friends, but I just never reached out. and was like, hey, why are you training? I just knew it was for probably this, or I, he probably had some sort of opportunity boxing Jake Paul or Jake or Logan or whatever the fuck their names are. I knew there was something on the horizon for him there, some, something with big money. Uh, because if it's, if it's pulling him out of the mountains to go hunting to train, there's something big money going on. Yeah, well, I guess I guess I, Bill, he has this company with like I think Clay Guido, where you can go you can go hunt with them for the weekend. So oh, let's do it. Bunch of money, go fishing and hunting, and then like we could like hang out with Chad Mendez, and he's like a great hunter. I mean, he's always posting these pictures of like fucking elk that are like bigger than ham and shit. He, he looks like the kid from Frozen, Sven, who, who, you know, Robert Kristoff, who rides, rides Sven. So well, what, every animal he kills is bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. It's like a fucking dinosaur day. Bigger than me, too, though. I'm only an inch taller than him, so that's not yeah. saying much. But, uh, but yeah, he's got an awesome celebrity guide service. They got a really cool business model in that sense. And, uh, 
man, that's, that's taking off for them. So that's great. How does the bare knuckle boxing make so much money? How do they pay out so well? Cause who's sponsoring that? I mean, I wish I knew that that's a question I ask myself all the damn time, to be honest, like how the hell they, I I'm thinking they just must have a lot of big backers behind them. So this is my theory behind like PFL and bare knuckle, et cetera. I think there's a bunch of like millionaires that get behind these companies and they utilize the money that they invest in these companies as losses for all their other business venture for taxes. Yeah. Don't that's, the only, that's the only thing, that's the only reasoning I can put together, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they're giving out a million dollars every year to winners. And like, like people, I mean, look, I and like- there's, And there's six of them. It's great. The PFL is like, it's great, but the way they do it is like, they, they got to figure out a way to not have like five fights, three months of, of everyone forgets. And then five fights again, or two, and then all of a sudden people are like, "Oh yeah, these guys are running again." It's just they got to figure out a way. And even the undercard is not for the tournament, so you're confused because yeah. like your favorite fighter just won, but you're like, "Oh, this is for next year's. This is to get into the PFL." <laughs> you're like, "Wait, so these guys are fighting in the PFL to get into the PFL?" Like that doesn't really—it's like the NASCAR model where you have like points and there's different cups and shit. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, like in theory, it's great, but it has to be, they got to figure out the schedule better because people are just like, they get excited and they just forget. I mean, do you agree, Tyler? I agree. No, I, I totally agree. There's definitely some kinks that they need to, to work out. Um, I don't know. I'm happy there, though, for sure. So. Oh, yeah, of course. I was surprised that Lance Palmer, I mean, this year, Lance Palmer, another ex-team interviewer, or current teammate, he was a two-time champion and didn't make, it to, didn't make it to the tournament. Like, PFL, they, like they signed three huge guys. They had signed Verdum, they signed, they signed Sergio, uh, they signed Anthony Pettis, and they signed uh, Rory McDonald. Rory. And they gave them huge signing bonuses, and none of them, except for Rory, made, made the semifinals, have made, even uh, made the tournament. And then Rory got knocked out quickly. I mean, it's... They, okay. went, they went one in five collectively. <laughs> wow. But they each guy I heard a million dollar signing bonuses. So who and, really? And that's and that's not a knock on them because they're they're all great fighters. But it just goes to show that the talent that's outside the UFC that no one even knows about. To be honest, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, none of those guys are slouches. Like none of them are are on the decline in their career. I'd say I'd say they're all better now than they ever were. It just really goes to show that the where the talent's at. You know, and uh, man, I I I wish I would have uh, bet money that somehow been a fortune teller to know that they would have went one in five collectively and placed a, a $10 bet on it, made a million dollars and then been done fighting. Well, I think the PFL also has a situation where if you get guys like, let's say a Magomed, Magomed Karimov or something, you get a bunch of guys from Dagestan that win the, the million dollars. You, you, it's going to be a hard thing to sell because these guys have, you know, 37 followers. They don't speak English. They're amazing fighters, but no one knows who they are and it's hard to market them. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I used to have to write jokes about them and I'd be on like, I'd be on like f page five of Google to find like <laughs> one thing about them of like, this guy's favorite hobby, you know, hobby is, you know, chasing, you know, rabbits. And then I go, oh, here's my rabbit joke. But I mean, yeah. you have to go fucking five, like you do a deep dive to get a fucking fact about somebody. <laughs> that's, that's hard. It's hard for the average person to relate to that. The, the hardcore fight fans going to love it. But like, yeah. but, but there are there aren't that many like hardcore hardcore fight fans that are gonna be like, oh shit, this guy's nine and zero, and he won 
you know, 37, he, he, you know, he, he won 37 seconds back in, you know, KSW and whatever. It's just, you're not going to find yeah. guys like that. So I, I'm guessing PFL strategy in that sense is to become a bigger market than the UFC outside of the United States. And then I, I'm guessing, I mean, that's the only rationale I can think of, but, but yeah, I agree. I mean, as talented as all those guys are, you can't completely fill your roster with them because they will do well. And uh, when they do well and they can't speak English, it doesn't generate revenue for the, the average MMA fan here in the U.S. So uh, you're, you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Now, how's your company going, by the way? You started a, uh, a company where you, you deliver really healthy foods for people, right? Yeah, we, 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 we buy, cook, package, deliver, do everything. We're just a full-service meal prep company. Um, dude, we're killing it. Um, business is, is amazing, but it's just a testament to when you do the right things and you don't cut corners, like good things happen. So, uh, the business is going well and, uh, man, I'm really just trying, I'm really just trying to find a balance of being running an efficient business training. Like I need to be training as a professional and then being a dad and a husband. It's a, uh, it's freaking tough at times, man, but you know what? It's, it's good being yeah. busy. No, and it's tough, especially tough. No disrespect to women because I know they, they have to have, have the kid and I, but there's a lot of hormones that come out, a lot of mood swings sometimes. And, and you have to factor that in, uh, and be like, okay, this is, this is what's going on right now. Someone just carried a baby for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to get your company. What's, what's the name of your company? I want to maybe do it because I'm, I have freshly right now and it's garbage. So I want a different delivery system. Yeah, but Freshly is pretty much trash. So we, uh, my company's name is Diamond Dash Meal Prep Service. But the one thing with us is we haven't gone into shipping yet. Okay. The reason why I haven't gone into shipping yet on purpose is there's so many logistics. Uh, kind of like the saying, more money, more problems. That, that's, I'm afraid what it might cause for us is a little bit more problems right now. Just because... Just because we're still currently trying to capture all of the whole northern, the whole market of Northern California. So once we do that, we'll get into the shipping. But man, there's just a lot of things to figure out before we get into that. But uh, yeah, Freshly's trash. But I don't know. I guess it can't hurt trying something other than them. Dude, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really proud of you, man, Tyler. I, I don't I don't give you enough credit, man, because you're a guy. I don't know you for years. You were nine and zero. You went on the Ultimate Fighter. You lost to Bryce Mitchell, who right in like the finals in a very close fight. Bryce Mitchell right now is undefeated. He, yeah. just, he just beat the shit out of Andre Feely, who was like also amazing. Mitchell's like right there. I mean, he's I think the guy that like the dark horse of the division. He's the guy no, everyone's totally. like running from him. And then they 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 didn't sign you, which was fucking backwards because they're like, oh well, he's a wrestler. We don't want another wrestler. Mm -hmm. So then then you kind of like couldn't get a fight. Like you, then you went to LFA. You were you had the most insane fight I've ever seen. You were like a six to one favorite. You were winning and it got fucking rocked and almost got finished. And ever I was like, no, no, no. And you came back and won that fight, which was right. I mean, am I saying this right? I I think you're getting my last PFL fight confused. That one I handled the LFA one pretty fine, but I did have altitude sickness that kind of fucked me up in that okay. fight. Uh. But yeah, and then but yeah, I battled back and I got to a spot where I had negotiating power to at least go to a, a major organization, and that's where I reached out to my management, uh, Iridium Sports Agency, and Jason House, and was like, "Hey, 
the UFC, I feel like kind of shit on me. Um, let's, let's focus on something else. Let's go PFL route. And luckily they were interested as well. No, because I thought you were done. I, I, I thought you was like, going to be like, okay, you're talking about like, you know, your guy and living in Oroville, I think, which I've been to Oroville. It's, you know, and you have a food prep and a hot wife who's pregnant. And I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of phasing out of fighting him. It's kind of a shame because he never got the chance to show everyone how good he is. Because he's, he's yeah. all, you're obviously UFC caliber. And then when you went one-on-one in the PFL, your first fight was amazing. Second fight was incredible, too. I mean, I think if you hadn't got hurt, you would have been in the tournament. Um, totally. You could have fought for the million. But I, I think I'm really proud of you, man, because you're a guy that, like me, I feel like I'm underappreciated. Uh, Bill Dawson totally underappreciated. Um, and you're a guy that hung in there. And you hung in there. And I feel like people are finally waking up to how, how, how good you are. So that's really cool. Yeah. No, thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. I totally agree with you. You are underappreciated. I think you're very talented. And I, I hope that the success keeps coming your way. And the same thing with me. I, I think that a lot of people, uh, you're not the only one, thought I was phasing out of fighting because, uh, you know, our perceived image of people is through social media, et cetera. And I train all the time. I just don't really post about it too much. And I'm, uh, as, I've get, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that social media isn't the end-all be-all for me. It, for me, it's making money and taking care of my family, et cetera. So, yeah, there for a while, things were, were tough. And between my UFC debut and then getting signed with TFL, like I really had to grind behind the scenes in the shadows and get back to where I wanted to be. And, and here we are. But uh, don't be fooled. I'm training all the time, and I am going to win the million next year. Uh, I just got to stay healthy. That's number one. What would you do with that million? <laughs> by the way, honestly, by the way, by honestly, way, that's also, Tyler, that's Mayhem Miller. This guy is about to tell yeah, me what I he's going to do for May, with this million if he gets it, and, and you're going to shut him down? No, go on. No, I want to make sure he knows who's talking to him. <laughs> no, I know exactly who that is. Bully Beatdown, bro. And uh, on, fighter in Mayhem. I even made it wacky in my fucking profile pic. All right, go on. Hey, uh, so, yeah, what I would do with the million is I would honestly just freaking be a hoarder of it and invest a lot of it i would buy uh i'd probably buy a bunch of lots and have a bunch of houses built in paradise the town that burnt oh, down i got a pakistani guy you can meet <laughs> safe uh, money safe uh, bets this time you don't yeah. want some safe bets yeah yeah I, I, I don't know something like that some bear bonds I, this guy you know you're you're awesome bro you're like gonna do something something like here pretty soon if that million comes fantastic if not like bro what a bright future uh, for a veteran. Jason, he's a, Jason, I don't know if you see this fight, so he, so he made it to the finals, the ultimate fighter, like I was saying. Guy's real-life Rocky. No, I missed all those fights that you were talking about, all of them. So I'm pretty excited to go into the YouTube vaults, you know what I mean? So I, I'm pumped. This dude is, like, very fucking charismatic. His, 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 that hair, his, his, that his last fight. Off the chain. What? He, he, the kid was a, 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 a state champ wrestler, college wrestler. Uh, but, but his, those ears tell the story. But his last fight, he literally let the guy punch him in the face. Like, kind of like you. He had the Jason Mayhem Miller defense. He's got that fucking knucklehead gene. Yeah, I hear you. That's awesome. Of, like, let the guy punch you, uh, and hopefully he breaks Yeah, listen. Head. If sometimes if the guy's darting in and out, right, you fucking let him hit you and then hit him at the same time. Fuck it. It's a strategy. <laughs> that's, that's the strategy I was trying to use. It just yeah, didn't saying, work. I, didn't, I ran out of time. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, okay, but just guessing. Are you a lanky, uh, uh, long-armed fella? No, dude, I got I got some short 
Popeye oh, this arms. guy's guns. I get it. Okay, your guns. I get it. All right. So you fucking <laughs> throw some. So without even knowing anything, watching it, one of your fights, okay? Uh, like uh, you kind of like machine gun out there a little bit, or like you're like come out, double leg the guy, fucking rough him up with like uh, a like a nice uh, I don't know, two three two after you single leg him. I don't know. You what what are, what is your style? That's that's what I should have done. I've just been trying to throw hands too much and. Uh... Gosh dang! No. I'm just trying to throw bombs no, like, like Mike Tyson, man. That. I need to I need to go out there and shoot and take these fuckers down. To be honest, especially Do in my it. last one. Do it! Fucking grind these motherfuckers out. Ground and pound. Yeah, bro, but, it's an underappreciated art, dude. Like, but, uh, but, really. I, but, but Jason, I know what you're saying, and, and I, I I I agree with you, Jason. The problem was that he was nine and 0, 10 and 0, made it to the finals, the Ultimate Fighter, and they didn't sign him because they thought his, his style was boring. So he had to kind of adopt a new store, like a new style, right? Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was because they thought my style was boring or. So the memo that I got was like, hey, you and Bryce are on one fight deal. So whoever wins is going to get signed. And whoever loses, then, you know, F you. Uh, good luck. So right. it was a super freaking close fight, obviously. And uh, the judges thought he won for whatever reason. Ah. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't get signed. So I had to battle back, you know. But uh, I feel like my style's always been exciting, you know. Like, I take well, let me people guess. down when I need guess. to, but for the most Wait, part, I'm on, on the feet. I just try and throw let me, guess. Let, me guess. let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, <laughs> what happened to that fight, all right? you Did you, uh, like, get him down a few times, but, like, he fought off the takedowns at the end, and, like, the fucking, it looked better for him? He, like, touched you up or something? Or did you? No, I, I took... I took him down whenever I wanted to. He he caught me in a uh, – so talking about the UFC fight, he caught me in a triangle in the second round. He literally had it for like two or three minutes. So I think that looked really bad for me. But that, was really, the only, that was really the only thing, to be honest. Okay. So like your grappling exchange looked like good for him and in the second round. So you lost that round. And so the third round, like technically – like then what happened at the third round though? The third oh, round, I, the third round, I took him down and beat the shit out of him the whole time. It was pretty much ten yeah, round. Okay, okay. So yeah, I can see your side of it. Like I haven't seen the fight. I'll watch it and I'll tell you you're a fucking liar if uh, you are a liar. But I don't Please. believe that. I don't believe that. Please. So, 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 so Tyler, I was, that, I was the, the awesome. The awesome thing about this right now is everything that I say is uh, is easily um, can easily be traced down on YouTube. So. So, oh, Tyler, shit. I'm looking up right now. I'm, I'm actually trying to find highlights of you. And I look up that Nate Diaz slapped you at a combate show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you guys ever make up? No. Oh, is, that, is that a term of endearment for Nate Diaz when he slaps you at this point? Is that just yeah, a yeah. Throw a water so, bottle. So they really just, love you to throw a water bottle at you. So just, yeah, I know. I'm lucky. Uh, just to clear this up, I fucking hate talking about it, to be honest, because I'm an idiot and tweeted shit about it, and I shouldn't have, but I was just so fucking pissed at the time because I wanted to kill this guy. And uh, I didn't get to because what happened was I was talking to Clay Guida, like, face-to-face, -face, and then all of a sudden, Clay goes fucking flying. I look behind me. He's, like, getting fucking rat-packed. Then I fucking look forward because someone, because someone punched me in the fucking back of the head. I look forward. As soon as I look forward, I get fucking slapped. I didn't know who it was. After I get slapped, I get punched again. And then I get fucking people trying to tackle me. And then it all connected that, holy fuck, that was Nate that just slapped me, that fucking idiot. And I got so pissed. And uh, 
Yeah, I was just so fucking mad at the time because everyone says how real Nate is in his camp, and that to me wasn't – there was nothing real about, like, having 30 dudes surround Clay, and then I was just involved, you know? So it was just very frustrating. 30? At least. Are you sure it wasn't just like six of them and it felt like 30? I promise. Because the thing is that when Nate goes to these local shows, there's a bunch of fans from Stockton that go and they all wear their black like represented shirt. So wherever he goes, they just all follow him. It's it's really crazy. There's a a shit ton of them. And a lot of them aren't even fighters, to be honest. They're just normal fans that just follow him around. Which yeah, yeah. that Jason can relate to this story. He also yeah. had the fucking scrap pack on top of him. Oh, yeah, he should have been. Yes, he did. He was on CBS. You were probably like 12, 6, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, you know I think I was like 10. All right, yeah. So, you know, you were probably eating some Doritos, drinking some Mountain Dew, I don't know, uh, jumping up and down, watching me fucking get jumped by the Diaz boy. You should have better known better. All right, so we're going to show some of the highlights of, of, uh, of this fight that he had, his last fight. Against, and is he still in the tournament, by the way? The guy you fought? Yeah, yeah, he's the number one seed in the semifinals. Hey, scroll oh. it up so we don't get banned. All right, I'll scroll it right. Is that like, like, like right here, you mean? Yeah, 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 there you go. Uh, I, I know, the problem is I scroll it up and then it like, stops. Hold on. Shit. All right, we'll just let it roll. If we get banned, we get banned. Yeah, so. if you look at banned, we'll just get demonetized. It's fine, whatever. Um, God, now, did, 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 did you ever think, Tyler, like when you were watching him fight the whole uh, scrap pack that one day you'd have a very similar experience? Like, or a conversation on a fucking iPad with me? Did you see into the future? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I uh, can't say I could see this one coming. Um, but I, I, you know what's funny is like a half hour before that, I told uh, uh, some teammates with me, I'm like, man, I hate going to these shows with these guys because it's just an eerie feeling. Like you literally feel like you're about to get stabbed any time just for looking at someone wrong. Like that, that's how sketchy yeah, all those guys are. I think are. you'll get slapped. I think, uh, I think there's some gentleman agreement with the gangsters been like, all right, we're not going to stab nobody. We're not going to fucking look, shoot look, nobody. Look oh my guys. God. This guy is fucking throwing hammers of Thor. Jesus Christ, what? he's majestic with that lion. Hold man. on, why is it? I'm trying. It keeps stopping. Fucking asshole! Your Wi-Fi sucks, bro. Get I know it's, it's, it's stopping. It's stopping at the worst time for me. <laughs> it, it keeps stopping because I'm watching it on like Facebook Watch. Uh, Jesus I think Christ, bro! Why don't you just fucking pull uh, your Yugo around <laughs> to the back of the Lamborghini <laughs> shop right now? We're trying to run a fucking real show here, Adam. Now you're like with the fucking slow Wi-Fi. Are you running Windows 94? All right. All right. Listen, Jason. It fucking. I'm sick. All of a sudden, my roast. Uh, by the way, uh, Tyler. You didn't even roasted. What the hell, Adam? That's you got to do good... my job right. You want to fire me. No, no. You're, that's a very good point. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's see highlights. Uh, I can like, watch them. YouTube. 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 Don't demonetize us. Dude, the fight was fucking insane. It, it was it was probably the one. Of the, it was one of the best fights I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but they don't give, they don't give bonuses for PF and PFL. Dude, so that's the fuck thing is I've been kind of trying to rally like to take the sting away from losing. Like, like bro, we if that fight was on any UFC card, that we would have gotten fifty thousand dollar bonuses. So I'm kind of rally trying to do the same thing. I'm like, hey, if you guys are trying to. Uh, 
you know, be on UFC level or surpass them, like, we got to get bonuses where bonuses are due. Fuck that, bro. Listen, if you fucking win, you want 50 grand? Nah, fuck Look at this. I'm going to raise five Gs, maybe. Hey, you know what? And then I'll have a mayhem bonus, all right? And anybody who wants to contribute, I don't know. Tyler, what the fuck? Tyler, how do you... No, what a man. Wait a minute. Taking like a man. All right, that's smart. Back to the guard. Shit, man, that was a hey, fucking real quick, Adam. Adam, where the butt. fuck are you getting Holy these highlights? Shit. There's none for me. <laughs> no, that was yeah. great. That was, bro. That was some manly <laughs> shit, bro. You took a couple of fucking good ones. You got an under. Here we go. You now you come back, right? Oh, here we go. Uh, okay, Adam. Shot, so stop. Adam, Adam, Adam is pulling up highlights solely for Brendan right now. You're interviewing me, not Brendan. <laughs> Dude, what a, man, that was a good, pretty good technical stand-up. I'll tell you that much. I mean, this guy must have been thinking, though, like, what the, it's like one of those things where the guy's fighting Rocky, and he's looking at Rocky in, the tw- in like, Fucking the Terminator. Terminator with the goddamn haircut that could just put anyone to shame. So, so I will tell a short story. So after the second round, when he kind of came close to finish me, uh, and the, the, the horn sounded, he kind of did, like, a frustrated, like, ah, you know, because he yeah. knew that was his chance. And I said to him, I said, that's right, motherfucker. Now the fight yeah. starts. And I ran uh, to my corner. Oh, sorry, and I ran buddy. to my corner. And then when I talked to him after the fight, he's like, dude, you freaked me the fuck out when you said that. Yeah, you guys are bros. Like, you're brothers right now. Like, you guys fucked each other up. Like, let's see. Let's see some more out of it. That uh, front headlock series. Uh, yeah, your escape was fucking tight. Now you come with the front. Head- oh, no. A double jab. All right. You Now you're back fucking in a groove, huh? So Tyler, you all He's running. He, you know, he, you take, he tasted your power. That's why he did that fucking grappling line. He was like, "Fuck that." Yeah, right now he's yeah. still like, "Fuck yeah. that." He's trying to find a way to get back in there and strike with you, but your jab is too crisp. You know, this oh, guy. Yeah, is but like, look, then he got me with that fucking sneaky uppercut, and then that. Yeah, knee. You got, well, you got goaded into his range. Yeah, like you, yeah, exactly you, like, that. You yeah. wandered your chin. You wandered your chin in there into that range, and he found it. So that yeah, he was got, looking for somebody back then. I got too comfortable going forward oh, with the guy, and then um, I, had like a false. I'm impressed sense of with this guy's wrestling. Uh, to be honest, his counter wrestling to you is pretty fucking good. But of course, you're done. <laughs> Look at his face. He's like, he's what do I have to where, do where did that come from? Wait, where did that come from? Uh, overhand right. Uh, I believe so. I'm not sure, to be honest. Or do you headbutt that motherfucker on the takedown? Because that <laughs> shit was gangster. You got his ass down, finally. Dude, yeah, he, he, he was, he was working after, hard. After a 10-8 round in the second, like, this guy's got to be like, what the fuck do I got to do? I'm saying, he's pouring it on. This is some rocky shit right here, dude. Like, look, uh, yeah, if they have tighter shots, you'll be able to see, like, what the fuck really is going on. So, Tyler, like, by the right. way, so Tyler, so in the third round, right, you know you need to finish right now, right? So you're on top of them. What, what's going through your head? What's going through my head is I wish I could elbow this fucker in the face. Oh, that does take away a lot oh, of your time. you can't elbow in the PFL? You can't elbow? No. No, oh, that's, I why, I'm, I that's why I'm not elbowing or nothing. I was wondering. So uh, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, I wish I could set up some sort of submission yeah. or whatever. But it was slick at this time, really. So I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck to think, really. Oh, he grabbed the yeah. cage there. Yeah, he did. He but, so I think, That's pretty clever. I think, uh, the referee was like, fuck that. And like, yeah, no, he I was. Re- he was like, he might have been fighting two guys tonight. I don't know. You know, no, the ref yeah, helped him out. The ref helped him out. The ref, the ref stopped. Oh, well, you know, and that guy got fucked up by two guys that night. 
stand back up with this monster. Oh, man. So you know you need to finish, right? So now you're looking for the overhand, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to throw bombs and, and get them to the floor and just beat the shit up. I mean, I'm just trying to do whatever I can. At this point, I'm on autopilot, you know, because I've been dropped a couple times. Like, like yeah, even right yeah. there, I think that, that punch hurt me a little bit. But his, his kicks were starting to hurt me a little bit. Like, uh, man, well, I, was think just, about this. I was just Think about this. Think about this. You know, you're, you're a tremendous wrestler, as Adam says. Like, I haven't seen those matches, but, I, you know, he, I, I trust what he says. And, uh, you know, you're uh, – at this point in the fight, you've done two wrestling matches back-to-back. -back. And so now your technique breaks down a little bit. You went back to your wrestling. You know, you really got – and it worked, and it worked for you. Uh, hats off to this guy, competitor. Like, this guy uh, – is is a seasoned guy. He know he knows how to wrestle and everything. Like you know, you, he he was a great, really great fight. Fight that's like a kind of a legendary fight to me right now. This, Bill, this, what are you uh, thinking right now, Bill? Are, are you are you trying to go for the uh, the um uh? Are you trying to trap his arm and and get an arm, uh? See, there's a, there's room for a fucking knee right there. If you want me to, you know what? But you got to pay me like fifty dollars a comment. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll try to dissect this whole video. What? Mayhem, what should we do? Triangle. Man, no, look, no. because, because of the constriction of the, I mean, uh, restriction of the elbows, you know, uh, and I see, because he's like good dominant position, hip to hip right here. I see he really wants to do it, kind of. I know what you're, I know where you're uh, at, just like I fucking head kicked that yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, international rules, you know. I could see you kind of, and but these overhand lefts are good. When you got to the side control, there was an absolute opportunity to go to his body with your right knee, but you didn't find it. You just sunk, sunk down. So you, when you get a guy down on the side mountain, especially against the cage, give him a fucking knee to the ribs, dude. Like, it was wide open. You just, like, didn't even try. Practice it on the bag. That's the big one. Lay on a heavy bag, a Muay Thai bag, lay it down, and fucking knee the shit out of the damn thing. You know, you look at my career, I only did that move, like, three times. But, man, that shit paid. Tyler, like, is it okay? Uh, we're, yeah. we're talking about this. Tyler. I don't. I don't, don't want to. I, I didn't tell you that we were gonna watch your fight. <laughs> That's cool, though. Like, hopefully, it's, we don't give. It's you know all good. I mean? This. This is more. This is more of the fight that I've actually ever watched. To be honest. Um, cool. That's pretty. But, awesome. uh, but, I know it's yeah, kind of uncomfortable, right? Like you hate seeing the fuck ups. Like get it? Like God damn it! And it's really hard to watch. Like you're like yeah, fuck. I know because you're a competitor. You've been doing it forever, and like you know, it's like one of those things. Like you can't help but go shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know? But fuck that. Yeah. What we're doing is the next fight, you know what I mean? Let's see. Let's adapt, you know, let's overcome. Let's find new ways to win, you know? And he collapses yeah, sure. standing with your arms up at the end, too. Yeah, I know. He was fucking savage. Like, Tyler, he got his wings again in the third. Jason, hold on one sec. Uh, no disrespect. But Tyler, what were you saying? You, you said mayhem what? Oh, I was saying mayhem. I'd give you that 50 bucks a comment, but PFL never gave me the fucking bonus, so I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> But no, after that fight, right? You so you're in New Jersey. You gotta have a headache, right? I mean, that night your head must have been killing. No, no. Honestly, my head was fine. I mean, I knew my face was broken. Like I could feel that, but uh, my leg fucking hurt. That motherfucker's little pencil legs into my meaty ass legs fucking hurt hurt me. Oh, he dinked you on that with the low kicks, right? Yeah, those low calf kicks fucking got me. That's that the new hottest craze, bro. Uh, everyone's cat kicking each other. I mean, I don't even, that's not even that gentlemanly, really. It's just like some cheap shit. It's like tapping beef, you know, like ta 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 ta. Fucking Chun Li's out there nowadays. Well, Joe Schilling, yeah. you, know, you, know, you know that kick that you go where you do like a, like a downward kick, the John Jones kick? 
Um, yeah, exclamation point kick. Yeah, like, holy shit, I've got to go to the orthopedist. Another dirty-ass tactic. Well, he was saying that someone did it in an amateur fight against his guy, and Joe Schilling made a whole post about it saying, how you're going to ruin a guy's career with yeah. this fucking kick. And other people were arguing, saying, hey, listen, that's going to happen when you become a pro. you got, you got to learn how to defend it, yada, yada. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Tyler? Mayhem? Well, at least, at least when you're a pro, your organization uh, will, depending on where you're at, will pay for your medical bills and actually pays you enough money to where it's nah, kind of worth it. I don't know what organization you're hanging out at, but like, fuck, a lot of times they don't pay shit. Hey, but when you're an amateur, there's no chance of that, and you're not getting paid. So, yeah, I think certain things break an away. should be done. Yeah. yeah. Bill, your thoughts? Well, I was going to say, Tyler, I mean, I mentioned this before, but when you were in half guard, you were in his half guard, were you trying to go for an arm triangle, or were you just trying to beat him? I was trying to maintain my right underhook and, if uh-huh. anything, get to side control and keep him pinned on the fence and then pin that left arm, kind of get into crucifix position because yeah. I'm, really, I'm really strong there. And uh, yeah. I feel like when I get to that position, it's a, it's game over. And why why don't you think you find didn't find it? I mean, fuck, that made no sense. <laughs> why find <laughs> think, it? Didn't you not it arm triangle? What's I think uh, I think a couple things. I mean, to to the to the dude's credit, he was doing a really good job at maintaining uh, half guard. I'll tell and, you why. Uh, I'll tell you why. No <laughs> wrist control. Like in that side position, you never caught his wrist because he kept like he was like. He yeah. had his wrist. It was good jujitsu from him. Like he stopped you from because you got to grab his wrist and yank it just for a second to high leg over, you know, to crucifix him. But he was like, no, 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 I ain't doing that. Like he 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 was smart about it. You, you know, the alternative too is uh, find your ground and pound from higher up, like uh, transition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you're passing the guard, these are the moments like yeah, transition punching. You know, uh, yeah, like uh, I. I, I Looking back, you know, there's always things you wish you would have did. I mean, we had like a wrist battle going on, but yeah, I could have just elevated my my level and been up above him and tried kind of almost kabibing him more in that sense. So um, that's something that I've taken away from that fight and the Bryce Mitchell fight, actually. So the last two months that I've gotten back to training, I've been getting into those positions more and really trying to elevate and control and put their almost put their ankles between my legs and pinch my knees and land ground ground and pound while I'm in yeah. an elevated position. It's been helping out a lot. Yeah, by the way, Tyler, once again, I know we sprung – I know people don't like to watch your fights, so thank you. You're being a fight. You're not, you're not going to text me later going, what the fuck, dick? I didn't know. Yeah. Gonna, no. Okay. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> No, should, I don't, I don't care, man. I mean, hey, dude, you know when you're going on the MA Roasted podcast, like, you don't know what the hell's gonna gonna go on. You don't know what's gonna get I mentioned. So. Well, now we have your ex girlfriend here. Uh, we're bringing her on the show. No, I'm kidding. Sick. Um, <laughs> um, now, did your wife come with you to? Hi, it's me, his ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god, uh, are you married now? Are you a daddy? Let me see some Facebook photos. I think you really upgraded to the new one. Now you have that. Now you have that 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 uh, American map, the, the map of America on your back tattoo is that yeah. all american it used to be an all american to get that right no because a lot of a lot of jv wrestlers get it too unfortunately but uh i did uh, get it when i hey man don't hate on the jv squad <laughs> the boys is wrestling too jesus christ that's fucking hey. mean bro you're fucking hey, mean it's... guy huh no, hey you no. know what i'm getting a tattoo of that subway map behind bill dawes <laughs> 
All right, hey, as long as as long as someone tries hard, that's good in my book. But uh, I did get it when I after I all American as a California junior college wrestler, which isn't the same, isn't nearly the same as all American. You get like D one nationals, for example. But for me at the time, it was big. It's still big. You know, a lot of those guys like that went D. A lot of the, first of all, a lot of the guys that went junior college and community college, yeah, were like amazing. They're the grades. Peter Ortiz represent. They're great. Junior stuff. college, baby. We're going to fucking Golden West. And, you know, it's because they're grades, especially Long Island. I remember Nassau Community College had, like, the best sports in the world. Everyone just focused on sports and not grades. And they won the Nationals every year. So, a lot of times those junior college guys go to the – then they go to NCAAs, they go to Division One, and they place. So, you know, I, totally. would, I would not downplay it. Um, PFL tonight, by the way. So, there's PFL fights tonight. Uh, Kayla Harris – it's on ESPN Sports. God uh, damn it. They got all everything, huh? What's yeah, the ESPN fuck? Plus ESPN hey, Bill uh, Dawes, you're supposed to talk when uh, so I can see my tattoo. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's like, what is that? Uh, Sonoma County behind you? Oh, no, are, you in a, are you on the set of Rent? It's, it's, a, map, it's a map of Austin. <laughs> what? Wicked? Oh, Austin, Texas? Yes. Yeah. Are we right. planning a raid on Joe Rogan's bungalow? That's where his baby mama lives. Yeah. Uh, so. Joe Rogan's? That's no. where all Joe no, Rogan's. No, no, Bill Rogan's. But all yeah. of us have. I have a three-year-old. Tyler's got an eight-month-old, and Bill, you have a what? Two months old? She's just turned three months. Wow. Well, I have a six-year-old pig, right, dog? Huh. I spent. I spent. I spent fifteen hundred on the fucking snoo, and I haven't used it once. Why? 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 Oh. Why? Because I put the baby in the suit, the baby freaks out, so. Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah. tonight, Kayla Harrison taking on Gena Fabian. Kayla Harrison is a two-time gold medalist, <laughs> Olympic judoka. Only, Wait, only whose American, daughter is that? Only American to ever win the gold. Is that Bill's daughter? Or no, you made her on the show. Remember, Bam, I was trying to set you up on a date with her, and then, like, oh, never, who is it? Kayla, Kayla Harrison, remember? <laughs> The Bench.com. She no. sounds black. Is she black? No, remember she was on Raya. She told she was on Raya, that celebrity tender. She's telling us she's on Raya. And that she Adam, was- what are you doing setting you- man up with girls? Come on, man. No, but are you sure that was with me? I don't remember that. Yeah, it was back when we were in the Speedweed. Good looking, blonde, like really, really the cool. Judoka? Yeah, Judoka. Oh, finally, you get the fucking buzzword out. I mean, Google search terms and mayhem's head for Yes, Christ yes. Well, like, anyway. Basically, the PFL made like a whole weight class for her, it seems like. Because she's 145, and a bunch of 135 patterns came up to fight her. And this girl's never lost a minute of a fight. She's, uh, she's beaten everybody. And it, I mean, she's a fucking monster, too. She's getting better. <laughs> At the beginning, she was just sort of just like holding people down. And now she's, and I think what they were, I think they were trying to do is create a super fight with her and Clarissa Shields. But that's not going to go well for Clarissa Shields at all. She. You know, her first fight. She's what do you mean? Did you see her first fight? What, yeah, no, I saw that clip or whatever. Well, what happened was, Crystal Shields was a, is a, arguably the best female boxer of all time. And they put her against a girl who was like three and six, but was a, a brown belt. And she was down two rounds to nothing. And then luckily the girl shot in for like a single where, you know how they can, and you get to people just hang on to a leg because they can kind of get that sweep. But they, like, aren't in danger. Well, the girl did it. And the girl fucking popped her eight times and the fight was over. But she Taylor just gave her the business, like, on one leg? Right, Tyler, am I, am I, am I telling a good recap of what happened? Uh, That's exactly what happened. 
so, uh, so yeah, so I think that she's light years away from uh, Kayla Harrison. Just Kayla Harrison is just going to close the distance, get in, hold her down, and submit her. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like a that's a tough one. Real good judoka versus real good boxer. It's like, uh, well, she's got to get in range to hold her. You know, she got to get in range to like. You know, and a lot of judo girls start throwing hands hard because, like, they already have, like, the core strength to be able to punch fucking hard. So sometimes they get a little fucking silly. You know, you remember Rhonda getting wild with her boxing and, like, th thought she could box with a boxer. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, but if, she, you know, she gets – I know. And it's not like Kayla's not training really hard at boxing, too. So she knows. Well, the difference, I, think, I think the difference is Kayla is an American top team and her main training yeah. partner is Amanda Nunez. Rondo was at. Uh, I mean, that's at, definitely. Rondo was <laughs> wow, at. Wow, that's an asset. Jeez, you know. Rondo was at Coach Edmonds. You know, uh, whatever Burbank, what Glendale Fight yeah. Club, and yeah. they were bringing him. To, it just, it's not. It's a difference. Kayla got yeah. humbled. Kayla got humbled quickly and like stayed there. I think Rhonda got humbled and was like, "Get this girl out of our camp." That's from what allegedly from what I what I what I heard. Uh, Tyler, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've never been the, the biggest Ronda fan, to be honest. Like, uh, I mean, don't even talk about fighting. I just like looking at people as, as the people that they are, you know. And uh, she's just done some some questionable character things, I guess you could say. But uh, Kayla Harrison's oh, awesome. Juicy? Jesus Christ, bro. Are you just going to stop on that or are you going to keep the TMZ <laughs> well, until your mullet grows in? Well, here's the thing. So I, I also believe I don't think Rhonda's like a bad person, to be honest. But just uh, I don't know. Anyway, just a little bit of bad taste. But anyway, um, Kayla Harrison's what the fuck, awesome, bro. What, what did she do? Did she like run over your fucking dog and piss on you your fucking think. tires? Huh? <laughs> you would think. No, I just, I just don't like. Uh, you know what? You have to be able to lose how you win. And whenever she lost, she just took it way too. You know, I mean. I understand that losing sucks and it's hard. I know firsthand, but you have to be able to lose like you win. And uh, that alone just puts a bad taste in my mouth, I guess you could say. I don't yeah. know. I think she's winning, though. I mean, to be honest, like, hey, she's got a, she's what, WWE, got a baby on the way or something like oh, that. Yeah, she's totally her. winning. What's, the, what's her husband's name? Is the best guy. Travis, That's Travis cool Brown. Yeah, Brown. Yeah, he's yeah. his fuck. So a goddamn warrior through and through. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. No, I think like she's right. living the dream. I mean, he beat Misha Tate. Even when she won, she didn't win well. She beat Misha Tate. Misha yeah, goes to the bitch about it. She was a bitch about it. That's why she used to being the champion all the time and no one never losing. It's tough. The Holly humbled her. You know, like yeah. And I get what you're saying about lose how you, lose how you win, I guess. That's a way where you just, like, keep a stoic attitude and, and push through. But maybe she's motivated by different things and is very different, you know, mindset than you. Because I feel like wrestling has a different, more humble mindset than maybe judo. Judo is, like, a kind of a – and she's from, like, judo royalty. Think about it. It's her mom was on the damn Olympic team, a tremendous athlete herself. So it's like, you know, I think she – I uh, was really hard on herself for that reason. You know, she's yeah. very, she used to being the champion all the time. Well, you know, now I feel like she's a champion in life. Yeah, like she definitely about Kayla. Uh, changed the world. Kayla. Everybody's talking about Amanda Nunez and I find, but really uh, between Gina Carano and uh, uh, bringing hushering MMA onto my space, you know what I mean? And then fucking old Rhonda going on damn Jimmy Kimmel or, you know, 
this shit, they really did a lot for women's right. marginal arts. Let's, uh, you, I agree. You, you, yeah, no, you can't, obviously can't argue with that. Uh, so, but the thing about Kayla Harrison is, I don't know if there's gonna anyone's gonna beat her. Like, I think she's gonna. Yeah. It seems like she's gonna win the million dollars again this year. And I, nothing against uh, Jenna Fabian. Um, sure, she's great. It just seems like she's. Well, Clarissa Shield, give me is, a call. I mean, this is like the, the, girl, the girl that had the best chance of beating her, uh, Miss Weight yesterday. Uh, 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 let's go Pacheco, right? Um, yep. Right? Hunter, period. She missed weight by two pounds, and she's out of the tournament. I mean, you could have won a million dollars. Two I know. pounds. Yeah, I well, think there's. I think there's easier. I she think might there's easier ways like of saying movie. we don't want to fight Kayla <laughs> Harrison. I mean, but like two pounds, like two pounds, like this. Like if you, I can see if you're seven, eight pounds, you're like, fuck it, I can't do it. Her two, coach is a bitch. Like, make pounds? her sweat those two pounds. Well, it depends. If she's going to – the athlete's in danger. Sorry, can't do it. But, like, two pounds is, like, I don't know, six – like six. didn't she also fight at 135, this girl? Like, it was, like, 10 pounds up. She, she lost – she missed weight by – I think she was a 35-pounder, I think. You know, sometimes women can lift weights too much. And, like, you can do explosive training too much and to put too much muscle on. Like, some women have that ability. Like, because yeah. women have testosterone, too. And, like, some of those women out there fucking, I don't know, they're fucking, but, woo. But you know they, 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 have like ovaries, they have ovaries with a dick. Well, they, all right. Well, uh, so Mariana Moraes is, is uh, filling in for her. Talk about a girl who may have the best. Imagine she wins it. Imagine she goes and wins a million dollars. Because uh, now she's in the tournament. Did she even Wait, like, what is she like? Mariana's Trench? What'd you call her? Mariana Marias. I, I assume she's Marias. Like, she's she's she, badass or what? I I don't know her either. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I truly we have got a lot of homework to do. If we're I don't really know. Who, I don't know. Podcast. Are we live? Are we doing a podcast? Yeah, we're doing a podcast. So that's oh, on God. Thursday night. Uh, Friday night, Bellator, Czech Congo versus oh, shit. Uh, versus Karatinov. Uh, Tyler, who would like that fight? Congo! 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 Tyler? I, I gotta go with name recognition, so Congo. Yeah! Wait, yeah. no, Karatana's a bad motherfucker. You don't know who that is? This is gonna uh, be a fucking good fight. I'm, not, I'm not going fully, to Congo. Not I don't know who's gonna win. That's a fight, Jason, though. Who the Jason, fuck? Tell me about Karatino. Karatino. Why is he a bad motherfucker? Who, Chuck Congo? No, Karatino. Oh, yeah, because boxing... And he's Russian, and he's like fucking smooth with his feet. He's big, but moves small. Like he's uh, fucking handsome too. Like I would like to punch that nose, you know what I mean? But he moves it out the way real good. He moves it out the way. He's like whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, the stand-up portion will be the most exciting. Congo will probably get his ass down with one of those nasty mean trips at some point and rough him up. But I don't know. Karatonov comes in shape. So it's like one of those fun ones. And then they're huge. Someone's going to get real knocked out. First time I met Congo, I go, hey, nice to meet you. He goes, I'm gay. I go, oh, okay. He goes, just kidding. I'm like, <laughs> first time, that's weird because he, he got me in a single leg and rubbed his cup on my fucking knee. Uh, Logan Storley is a guy who was a badass wrestler. No one ever talks about this guy. I, he's a guy that, like, that's what sucks about some of these wrestlers, Tyler, is that they're super humble. Some of these guys are from Nebraska. They don't like talking shit, and they just fly under the radar. Um, I agree. And, like, like, that's how Colby Covington was going before he all of a sudden kind of found mm -hmm. his, his, his shtick. So he's a guy, he's 11-1, and one, and he almost, uh, his last fight, I thought he won against, uh, against, Amazov, who was 27 and 0 at the time, 
uh, who's now, it was a split decision. But this dude, Logan, thank God, I mean, they're fighting in uh, South Dakota, which is where Logan's from. But he's fighting a guy, Dante Shiro. But there's a guy, they got to figure out a way to market this guy because he, he's a fucking badass. And the guy, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, Wait, you know what's his name? Right? He, I fell asleep during your description. All right, Tyler, Logan's story. Talk, talk about him. Hey, Logan, I have a lot of history with Logan. So I've never talked to the guy personally, but he wrestled at the University of Minnesota at the same time I was at NDSU. So, you know, just four hours away. The dude was a stud, complete stud. I think he All-American two or three times. Um, you know, as far as marketing goes, dude, you have to market yourself, you know. And uh, I don't see a ton of stuff out there. On, I don't see any social media buzz out there about him. So, but, you know, you always got just got to be yourself and be authentic. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So, um, Wait, is he your weight class? No. No, no. He's a, he's a welterweight, I believe. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, man, you know what? At the end of the day, it's all about making money. It's, a, it's not about making fans. So, hey, if he's making his money and all he's right, happy well, about that, so then – start eating and fight that guy at 170. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm, happy. I'm happy with where I'm at, to be honest. What weight are you now? What weight are you? You uh, look pretty big. Yeah, you're a fucking no, big-ass I mean, Bill, Bill, I can relate. Bill, as a comic, I can relate to this, man. When I got out to stand-up comedy, I wanted to be the funniest guy on stage. That was my, my goal, funniest guy on stage. And now the people are like, how many TikTok followers do you have? Uh, oh, yeah. What's your podcast like? Uh, how's your Instagram? And like, like, almost like being funniest on stage becomes like the fifth most important thing. And you're like, well, wait, wait, is that why, is that why you bring that little Apple box everywhere? Uh, so that you can just stand, you'd be the only guy on stage. I, I, I'm honestly, seriously, like it, like, and as a fighter, Nothing from Bill Dawes, it's got to be, it's gotta be very again. similar as a fighter where you're like, look, <laughs> my goal is to win fights. It's not yeah. a fucking loudmouth asshole but, on Twitter. But fuck or, off. Be the loudmouth asshole gets you paid though. I'm trying to get this Tyler kid, talk some shit for his kid. You know what I mean? Like, Call somebody the fuck out, 145. Come on. Dude, he, he has to wait another year before he fights the PFL. Fuck off. He can fight like any weekend. This guy's he has a surgery on his head he, he, before you well, came out. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Did they put the metal plate in already? Like, before you get hit? So, you know what I mean? Hurry up, cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bill, what were you saying? Um... Uh, I feel like you need a stick in anything you do to get back. Like, Adam, like me and you, we're just like white guys. We need to get like a mullet like Theo Vaughn or you, you know what I mean? Like Theo used to be preppy 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So Dude, you gotta I, have honestly, me and Theo started doing comedy together. I remember like he didn't have any, uh, I mean, he, we used to do colleges together and people would be like, oh, be like, everyone be like, oh, it's the guy from Road Rules, Road Rules. And he'd be like, oh, my dick is crooked. And the girls would be so fucking like, like he didn't have many skills. He learned uh, how to be a comedian. And then, and he, and then I would see him every day. I'd be driving to wrestling practice with coach, and I'd be stopping at a Starbucks. He'd be there for two hours a day writing every fucking day. Uh, and he was so pissed at another comic because he had a thirty-minute special on Comedy Central, and the guy like shit on it basically. And I'm not gonna say uh -huh. what his name is, but Theo like he did the work. He does the work. He found the right medium, uh, but it's pod, which is podcasting. I mean, obviously, his stand-up is good, and he kills when he's on stage. But yeah. people love him because of his podcasting, um, and he's so likable and and funny. He's naturally a funny person. But you know, he um nothing. Bad I fucking about hate him, bro. I've been meaning to say that. 
Theo Vaughn, I fucking can't stand him. He's like too funny almost. You know, like makes all the girls laugh. He's handsome. He's like likable. Like he didn't get punched in the face too much in his life. He has, in fact. Also on this card, also on this card is Keith Lee, uh, who's Kevin Lee's brother, uh, who's seven and four. It's funny because like Keith was. There's another one. Oh my god. I have to see this guy. Keith Lee. Yeah, he's good. He's like his good. mom just like ran out of ideas for uh, first letters. <laughs> Keith. Does he have a sister named Keisha? Dude, dude he's uh, he's funny, man. Ke- Kevin's funny too. I remember, I remember, remember Kevin's the hilarious and a hammering machine. I like. Is Kevin doing good? Because like that guy's uh, a great. Kevin's player. the guy that like he um. He's interesting because I knew Kevin back when he was, we with Kevin were friends. Like, and he, he, uh, he's from Detroit and he used to do the show all the time. And then I remember there was Brandon T. Jackson was telling me it, there was houses for sale in, in like Detroit and, and the houses were like $400. He's like, you could buy a house. And so I, I hit him up. I'm like, Kevin, should I buy these houses? They're like 400 bucks. He's like, dude, that house will be raided and that's the worst area. <laughs> he's like, don't go fucking near the house. Um, but Wait, so where's Kevin, house on a buyer? There was a bunch of houses for sale, like in like the worst area of Detroit. And when I say they were a thousand dollars, I could be. A, I'm like, babe, you want to be a homeowner? And my wife, <laughs> shit, you want to fucking own an apartment complex? Six of them. I'll just yeah. get six yeah. of them. Hey, and the night before Halloween. So I don't even know what that even means. But okay, so Kevin Lee, uh, Kevin Lee, like he he lost a couple fights that he should have maybe should have won or kind of. Oh, they, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last couple of years, he's been, he never texted me back. I don't know where he is. He's been getting tattoos in the back of his head. Like, when I say tattoos in the back of his head, like, I'm going to bring it up. You, you see the Tyler, you see what I'm talking about, right? Kevin Lee is tattoo. Yeah. And I guess he goes on these, like, random trips. Because I'll be like, Keith, where's your brother? Oh, he, he, went to, he went to South America for the weekend. With who? By himself. Uh, why? I don't know. So he sort of, he, he started campaigning for Bernie Sanders. He made speeches for Bernie. <laughs> Holy shit, this guy is Zapatista movement, some shit like that. Like, he's sort of, like, out there. But then last week, he called out, like, four guys. He's like, I want to fight Mike Perry. Uh, he wants to fight Neil Magny. And they gave him D-Rod. You know D-Rod? D-Rod's like a guy who's, like, won six out of his last seven fights, has a 1980 tattoo on his, on his chest. Uh, I don't know. He, he looks like... Very, very, so D Rod says he's two hundred and twenty-four and oh in in uh jail fights as well as street fights. Um so uh right, listen, I'm just fucking enamored with this guy on so many levels. Well, yeah, so I feel like he has some crazy ass story to come back well, with. He probably crazy. didn't want to talk to you because right. he's like, No, I don't got nothing to you know, right, oh, I thought you were about to mute me. No, this is oh, Kevin shit. Lee's tattoo. He went hard in the paint, bro. Is that a Nintendo logo? Like, this is Kevin Lee's tattoo. Holy Whoa. Fuck, this guy is tricked out now. This dude is fucking ready to come back to fighting. Oh, my God. This shit is awesome. Like a fucking helmet, bro. Oh, he's like cybernetic ninja, dude. Holy shit. Snake Eyes Part 2. I mean, what do you, I mean, the black one, of, hey, black snake eyes right now. I don't know. Kevin Lee can have whatever nickname he wants for that tattoo. That you like this cool. tattoo for real? Yeah, fuck it. You know, it's not like this dude's working at barista, you know, this guy's a fucking fighter. He's a savage. He's a, you know, he's a warrior. He's an Somebody MMA said it looked like a chandelier. <laughs> like you could like make fun of it all day. Like I can roast it fucking six ways from Tuesday, but I want to do it to his face. 
No, I'm not. I, I, I like Kevin Lee. So he's fighting this guy. That's insane. He's so cool. Like, this guy, this you know, he's giving up some great, great performance. That's the guy that beat him? No, that's the guy he's fighting next. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Tattoo versus tattoo. 86 versus 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Lee went from having no tattoos to having all the tattoos. Wow, he's an extreme guy. Why do you think he's so good at fighting? Like, yeah. he, like oh. he, he, when he goes into something, he goes hard. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's crazy. But good for him, man. I mean, Kevin Lee has so much potential, though. He's that's like the- fucking 12, 24 hours of fucking tattooing, by the way. Like, Easy. he didn't just get that. He didn't just go to a fucking laser jet printer. He, like, sat there and fucking got meditated while this dude cut into his head with a needle ah! and jammed arsenic and old lace in his fucking shit. Well, I mean, oh, the mullet is free. The mullet is free in its wild, natural state. Well, I mean, people were saying that, like, um, you know, people were saying that, you know, Gregor Gillespie was the next big thing. He's a national champion wrestler. Yeah. And then Kevin Lee just head kicked him into oblivion. And then and he didn't expect that from wrestler. No. Right, Tyler? That was insane. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I didn't think that was going to happen. That's for sure. Yeah. Rashawn Evans, uh, you know, showed off his high kicks, like, uh, early in his career, too. Like, he, like, got used, got comfortable. Well, I mean, you know, I know it's not, like, super early, but, uh. You know, he has a discography, but the MMA kind of shows like that a guy can uh, change and overcome, adapt. I'm always using that same one because Horwich likes overcoming, overcoming, adapt. So this is the fucking one card now. No, this is is Saturday night, uh, UFC card. It's Kelvin Gastelum versus Jared Kananier, the Killer Gorilla. Both uh, coming off losses to Robert Whitaker, uh, both amazing fighters. Obviously, everyone thinks Kelvin should be at 170, but he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go to 85. And he knocked out Bisping at 85. He knocked out, uh, and he beat some good guys at 85, you could argue. And his last fight before that, he beat um, Ian Heinitz, which is that guy with that crazy jail story. Remember that story we talked about? Wait, who, wait who are you referring to? Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, really? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so Kelvin, you know, because I only have seen a few of his. So I, now that you say all that, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize yeah, that yeah, about his last fight, He lost to Whitaker. It was a 50 45, but it was a closer fight than that. You, you ever yeah. like see a 50 45, but you're like, every round was kind of close? <laughs> it was one of those fights. I mean, he beat yeah, him. yeah. Sometimes guys are evenly, their skill sets are evenly matched enough where they just fuck each other up a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and then. You know, you get these, and also the rules, like people are more apt to stand up now, like uh, less wrestling. So, you know, with, like they're going to touch each other. If both guys are like good at everything, you know, uh, they they cancel each other out. You know, the defense, offense factor. Uh, Whitaker's refined striker and Gaston, you know, is like, they're both like, um, uh, you know, this new class of mixed martial artists that have uh, grew up with YouTube pretty much and, and got like a good variety of the techniques. And it's interesting, it, you know, it shifts and changed. The calf kicks are a thing now. You know, different techniques are coming out uh, of that. They're being born from this YouTube generation. The next generation is going to be damn ninjas for real, man. Like I, yeah. I fight kids in the gym now who use the walls like, like casually. You know, that's not, you know, Showtime kick was a big deal. Now now it's like that. But, man, yeah, this guy Whitaker is, like, fucking, I mean. Well, I didn't uh, realize that Kelvin has lost, lost four of his last five, but. I know, this is kind of a sad, like, little, you know, maybe he's fucking motivated. If he's healthy. 
Yeah, I mean, he he beat Bisping, he beat Jacare. I know, this guy's a fucking master. Israel, lost to Darren Till, lost to Jack Hermanson. That was a crazy weird one. Uh, then he beat Ian Hines, beat Robert Whitaker. I lost Robert Whitaker. Definitely um, saw this one, this one, and this one, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this one, that's the man. I, that's a little dig into the history. I appreciate that, Adam, because, like, you want to make sure to look at the whole entirety of the fighter. Whereas Jared Cannonier lost to Robert Whitaker, but he beat Jack Hermanson, knocked to Anderson Silva, beat David Branch, lost to Dominic Reyes, um, and lost to Yamba. Yeah, who do we like in this fight? Uh, Tyler, you go first. Uh, I like Cannonier, even though I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Gasolin, man. Like he brings the fight every single time. I just uh, my gut feeling tells me Cannonier on this one. Jason. Well, I don't know what strategy that old Gaslam's gonna uh, propose to really like. Uh, maybe, maybe those low kicks and working on the outside. But yeah, I mean, Cannoneer. How old is Cannoneer anyway? I don't and know. I, you know how much damage has he taken in his in his career, Adam? Because uh, this boy, guy looks he's, like he's thirty-seven. And the and the heavy, you know, he's not that old. And the damn heavyweights. Heavyweights, actually, it's kind of a little bit old for heavyweight sometimes. Oh, 185. I know, motherfuckers get hurt. Oh, they're fighting at 185? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, Jack Cannonier is like, yeah, he's, he's going he's gonna to be the smart money. But Gastelum, I'm pulling for. Gastelum, I'm pulling for. Bill? I mean, I always go with Gastelum, you know what I mean? Emotional. Yeah, I, I want to go with Gastelum. Yeah. I want the underdog to fucking overcome right now because it looks like Cannonier is just on this nice trajectory. This guy's on a slump. Maybe he can yeah. uh, solve the Rubik's Cube. You know what I mean? Uh, figure out how to get in there. Now, Tyler, your teammate, Clay Guida, has a big nice. fight of him. This guy, Mark Madsen, was, uh, he's an Olympian, um, from ju- a judo Olympian. He's 10-0. and 0. Uh, yeah. This will be the underdog. This will be the underdog winning. Because this motherfucker, this guy is going to – Denmark, man. In his last fight, he looked tired. The caveman going to take him down. See, I don't give a fuck about his record. Don't even put it up. The caveman's going to take him down. It's just going <laughs> to fucking hammer him. Then, yeah, it's game over. He's going to fucking be pulling his hair out of his eyes while he hammers blood out of this guy's Whoa. nose. I got to say, I mean, the last fight he had, he looked tired and lost the third round. Wow. Um, the, and and <laughs> Clay Guida has never looked tired in any yeah, of his, the truth. Is he putting in camp? Is he like parking a little fight. too much? Is yes. he hitting a fucking wood a little too hard, the carpenter? Well, wait, tell us about the inside scoop, Tyler. Uh, Clay is the most uh, youthful 40 year old I've ever met in my life. Uh, yeah, the dude has more energy than me, he's still in the gym, freaking more than anybody. Uh, he he really is is truly one of a kind. So I got yeah. fifty six pro fights compared to ten. Clay Guida has got this fight, no problem. Experience. Damn. There we go. See. And now, now you've been, I'm, you've I'm been uh, have you been um working with him, sparring with him or no? No, I actually haven't this camp. Um but <laughs> I've been seeing what he's doing and uh he's he does what he always does, which is a recipe for success for him. So uh, he'll, yeah, he'll be fine. Like I said, experience matters here, and he's got all the experience compared to this guy. Do you know what's amazing about Clay Guida? He's lost three of his last five fights, and he's a co-main event. That just goes to show how much people love him. Well, what's also oh, yeah. crazy about Clay Guida is he has a victories over Nate Diaz, 
Rafael Dos Anjos, yeah. and, Anthony yeah. Pettis. and Anthony Pettis. Three Hall of Famers. Uh, yeah. Three Hall of Famers he has wins over. Now, I don't know what that. Are they afraid that he's like, I don't know, going to piss in the Hall of Fame if they let him in? You know what I mean? <laughs> Eventually, this guy should be. I'm proposing him. And Joe Lozon. I mean, he's the one over BJ Penn. I right. mean, he's, he's, he, we love him for a reason. Okay? Obviously, I mean, I mean, even those losses, even those losses, he got fucked up in a, a, a exciting fashion. Like he was the fucking going for it. Like he was trying to win no matter any time those losses, fuck those losses, erase them from history. You know, he gave us a good show. Even well, when he got tired, huh? Well, that's okay. Fucking he's 40. Uh, maybe he had a bad camp. You never know. You know, like, uh, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's going to be a really fun to watch. He's not going to uh, disappoint. And yeah, and I think he could beat Mark Madsen. Even though this guy seems like, okay, I'll give him his props. This guy's like, probably, I'm guessing, striker, like with like, I don't know, sharp no, hands. No, 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 no. He's, 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 he's all throws. His throws are insane. Interesting. Though. Okay, we're going to chuck Clay Guida a few times, but he's going <laughs> to keep going for Maybe you'll trick him with you under your judo moves, but Clay Guida is coming for you. Uh, man, I, I'm looking forward to Be this. Be careful, Mark Madsen. You better handle it. Um, yeah. I know. I, I heard from Clay that, like, he's also one of these guys that a lot of people beat him in, in, in like, practice. Like, he gets beat by guys, but he would kill him in an actual fight. Dude, he rises to the fucking occasion like a goddamn carpenter. Jesus on the cross. I've never seen a man give me such a good time watching fights. I watched his fight live at the damn arena. I was like, thank you for that, Jesus. Thank you, God. Like, that was awesome. So, uh, yeah, so Mark Mark Madsen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this fight, though, because I'm excited. This guy, Mark Madsen, I feel like they just sort of, uh, they don't really promote him as much as, like, I would like to see them. Well, this is what they're doing right now. They're giving him a good challenge against a crafty veteran. You know what I mean? And, uh, like, it sounds like Mark Madsen got the uh, flashy, exciting style that we all need to see, apparently. And those matchmakers aren't stupid. Sean Shelby, damn genius. Like, come on. He's smart. He knows what he's now, doing. What do you think about, uh, Tyler, what do you th- what do you think? What are your thoughts about, speaking of matchmakers, um, Sean O'Malley, where uh, what's-his-name said to, to, uh, to uh, Sean O'Malley, um, I guess they offered him a couple fights. He turned him down. He's not. Maybe he's, he needs a, some some time or something. And according to him, like Shelby said something like, "Oh, we'll go hang out with Takashi or something," because he's been hanging out with Takashi a lot. And what are your thoughts on Sean O'Malley, Tyler? My thoughts on Sean O'Malley is he's trying to fight uh, the the worst opponents and make the most amount of money, which. I guess I kind of understand, but at the same time, it's like, aren't you trying to be a champion? If you're trying to be a champion, dude, nah, you got to move up on I mean, the ladder. That's what I'm doing. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to get some money. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, man. Well, I, I don't, think, Sean, I don't think O'Malley wants to fight tough people, to be honest. Yeah, he does, eventually. But, like, he's working his way back up, I think. Like, he just hurt his foot. And what, now he's robbing people with Takashi 6'9"? So, he's got plenty. He got a 6'9", he got a 6'9 tattoo. I feel you. That's yeah, he got branded by Those another man. guys are fucking loco. Yeah, right, I like here, I like that Takashi style shit. It's crazy. Here, here are some Mike Mark Madsen highlights. I guess it's not judo; it's wrestling, Greco Roman wrestling. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, oh, he's a Greco cool, cool. guy. All right, so here are some Mark Madsen oh, highlights. Bro, I thought he was a judo guy. Oh, oh my whoa. god! Like I said, like I said, this is going to be the most exciting fight of all time. Uh, this guy can do these moves. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, high lift. Oh, Denmark's finest. Oh my god. 
Oh man, Mark Madsen's a fucking animal. Jesus. Holy shit, bro. He just wrenched that guy's fucking neck through oblivion. It's in the multiverse now. Oh, here's MMA? Okay, yeah. let's see. Oh yeah, he's a stud, bro. He's 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 like short oh. shorter and compact and like strong as fuck. Wow. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Oh, he does wear the Randy Couture pants. I like that. <laughs> You know, the, the long fucking tight pants, those are dope. Like, I feel like even, that's, even they're the underrated. All right. So are we changing our mind? That was a hard jab. Oh, my God. Okay, so he knows how to punch, too. Shit. Uppercut. He's like little Randy Couture. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, yeah. Take it home with you in a lunch bag. You just fucking <laughs> C6 them. Like, ah, good night. Oh, Leo to Machida on the ground. Like, I think uh, that guy died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that I'm guy had a family, bro. I that mean, guy had a family. Uh, okay, so are we changing our mind on this prediction, Jason? Wow. No, I think Guido. Look, come on, Guido will figure it out. Fucking, he's got a chance in hell. You know what I'm saying? What? What are we betting? You want to bet on it? Uh, I mean, I'll you know some skills and Doritos around here somewhere. I'll bet you. But uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, oh, hey, Clay, better get ready. Go on a ride a little bit, man. I think you know. I, I think think it might be a possibility. I don't know if Clay's been uh, doing some Greco lately, but I would practice some break falls, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly, like, come on, like Guida. Okay, only I only say that not because Guida's an idiot. It's just the level of wrestling right there is so high that you got to think if you're standing up boxing with this fucking meathead that he's going to fucking try to scoop you, at least try, you know. Uh, so you got to be ready for that. If maybe Guida can get him with a fucking hammer, you know what I mean? One of those Guida, like, he wades in with the hammers. I think he could uh, cut, him, cut him early, fuck up his game, you know, so at least make it like a drawn-out affair unless Guida ain't in shape where it. Why do I feel like Clay would like enjoy going for a ride? But it's got like I feel like that's what I'm saying. No, that's right, exactly what I meant. Like Clay Guida will get. Look, I I will take a ride to win the fight. Okay, let let me tell you a story. Okay, Uh, okay. In jail, a fucking dude named Big Slim was a heavyweight wrestling champ in California, where California has like the best. But this guy like instead like to do methamphetamine, steal cars, like shoot at the cops. So. He'll be in there forever. But anyway, no, nah, no, nah, I mean, nah. He might get out soon. He might get out in a little bit. Like, maybe it wasn't as bad as he said, but he was. He talked the story up a little bit. Like, I was like, damn, buddy. All right, anyway, we wrestle in the yard. This guy, Judo, throws the shit out of me. Like, Greco throws me fucking good. But I bounced on my hip real quick and spun around to his back and then picked him up and threw him on the fucking concrete, right? I took that throw in order to get to a more advantageous position. That now, was, sure. now, was it a real fight? fight. Or was, it a re- was it a wrestling match or a real fight? Yeah, you know, it turned... Come on, bud. What, there's, there are difference between a wrestling match and a real fight? I don't I mean, think Was so. it a real animosity or were they like, hey, let's, let's see who's, who's better at wrestling? Yeah, yeah, of course. There was like, I'm fucking the bigger guy here. No, I'm the fucking bigger guy here. Of course, there was a little bit of animosity. But at the end, we fucking respect each other. You know, we shake hands, you know. Uh, so, all right, all right. Also on this card, uh, Vince Michelle, who uh, co-hosts the show a lot of times. Oh, I should say, and we kept training, Adam. We kept training together. Like Good. after that, that was Good. the first. That was the first fucking go, and then we kept training. Uh, he's fighting uh, Austin Hubbard. We got Chase Sherman on the card. Uh, 
the vanilla gor uh, gorilla. Um, two gorillas on this card. Uh, killer a lot gorilla. of gorillas, man. You know what I mean? Are they all white? No, no. The killer gorilla is Jared Cannonier. Um, and Cannonier, that's a pretty fucking sweet-ass nickname. You should have just said that. I would have said he wins. But Chase Sherman's one of those heavyweights that um, gets the shit beaten out of him and then comes back. Like, he, his defense is, is horrible, but, he, but he's got a strong head. He did bare-knuckle boxing for a while, too. He's just exciting heavyweight. He doesn't feel like a heavyweight. He fights like Diego Sanchez. Like a new, like a new country. Exactly. Uh, but not, like a, not even like a – But he's not a big country? Because he's, like he's jacked. He's, he's like a size he's, country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is, he yeah. is he from Canada, by chance? I'm pretty sure he's from like Omaha or something or one of those. Perfect. Okay, yeah. country boy. So country he, man, country he, man. There we go. He's fighting. He's fighting Parker Porter. Uh, oh, that guy sounds like a goddamn pig. <laughs> uh, well, hold on, I will. Uh, That's what I would name a pig if he was like I had a pig around. No I mean, offense to the guy. Oh my I mean, god, he's a goddamn chiseled. He's a chiseled monster. All right. Jesus. Sorry I called you a pig there, Parker. Calm the fuck down. Uh, yeah. I like that he's wearing his mask in his fucking thing. Like, he doesn't even want to get corona from you on the internet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that should be a good fight as well. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find some Chase. Sherman highlights. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the right. way, uh, oh, great. In the meantime, Mayhem, how are, how's your comeback going? What? I'm not coming back. What are you talking about? You said you were thinking about it. Fucking... What do you mean? I'm already here, coming back. No, I've been here for you years. You said that you've been in the gym, rolling, training. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You... Oh, yeah, I injured the shit out of myself multiple times. Did you break your like hand? Multiple days. I'm fucked up all the time. Like, when my back hurts, I'm fucking aching. The goddamn Clay Guida's doing the fucking American dream right now. 40-year-old fucking piece of oak. You know? Uh, like, you know, I, I got some complaints about, about uh, uh, getting uh, older. No one told me, first of all, that this would happen. And uh, now my knee is giving me trouble. I'm glad it's not raining today. What were you saying? Mayhem, in all seriousness, why don't you think yeah. about bare knuckle? Bring the hair back. Go to bare knuckle. Make a shit back. ton of money. I can't bring the hair back unless you send me some Rogaine. You know what I'm saying? There's a small <laughs> spot forming, bro. It's coming. It's coming for all of us, I think. And now I'm a little bit worried. I'm just going to bick my head again, bro. Like, fuck that. What do you really think, Adam? My girl says I look too scary. My girl says I look too scary. And I'm like, but I am scary. And she's like, well, you look dangerous. I'm like, but I am dangerous. And she's like, but you don't have to look it. Well, you don't have the receding hairline. You still got that nice hairline in the front, so... You're a sweet kid, bud, with a leave, fucking leave out of top. So here's his is bare knuckle boxing against Joey Beltran. Uh, now, Beltran is fucking pretty goddamn tough, the Tijuana badass. Like, I, yeah, he's San Diego's, like, <laughs> fuck you guy. Like, I, I, this guy is cool as fuck. Uh, and look at his fucking forehead. What was that gang sign he threw up? A crip? The C? Yeah, that's pretty you, gang. You, you've trained with Joey Beltran, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about I knocked him down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's tough. Yeah, he's tough. I got him that time. Like, he, he was he was surprised. He didn't know I knew how to box. That's why. He kind of came out fucking thinking that I was going to grapple him. He's the uh, champion. He's the bare-knuckle Fuck, champion. he's a fucking he – got, he got thicker, too. Like, he was uh, – when he was younger, he was a little skinnier. He fought at a lighter weight, huh? Is this heavyweight? Yeah, he also married – I think he, he's engaged to a, a bare-knuckle boxer. Uh, that's fucking hot. Like, wow, that's wild. 
The one that beats Dude, fighting has a good fucking defense. That guy slipped those punches pretty good, but he got him with a couple. Okay, now the defense is good. Beltran the, is coming back. The chick back. that said she's a feeling. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He married a feeling. Uh, the one that beat Paige Van Zandt. Starling? <laughs> she said, I'm a feeling. She goes, I'm not a person. I'm a feeling. And I went, yeah, I'm, I'm a person. Goes, Bro, what is she? Some transcendent nymph? This lady sounds awesome. <laughs> she goes, and I want everyone to feel me. <laughs> You know what? I'm a caller, and I want everyone to see me. Wait, what? What's her name? Tyler, what's the girl's name? Dude, uh, I don't know. I tried racing. Oh, come on. Don't turn a fucking fight off for your goddamn tabloid bullshit. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, my God. All nice. I know is she, upper, upper. I think she lived in West Virginia, and uh, I'm pretty Dope. sure she was on drugs that night or something because it was pretty nice. It was pretty crazy. She beat Paige Van Zandt, and then she, she beat up Jenny Savage her last fight, too. She's hey, fucking, why Tyler a little narc today? Like, he hates Ronda Rousey. He tell, he's <laughs> fucking telling us the girl's doing drugs. Like, uh, in the, you know what I mean? Her, her fucking husband is a fucking bare knuckle boxer. She's a bare knuckle boxer. Now, like, what do you want her to Tyler, do? Have a library card? What? <laughs> Dude, he fucked him up with hey, all those. Hey, I'm not going to do whatever they want. Oh, not my God. Opinion. Man, know, why are you imposing your morality on us? Are you going to storm the Capitol again? Mayhem, is this the, <laughs> is this the sport of the future? Kind of, yeah. This shit is pretty gangster. But, like, the damage is mostly superficial uh, because of the bare knuckles. Like, the guys get fucked up more, and it's less, like, really bad for you. You know, this is, like, how humans are supposed to fight, sort of. Really? Yeah, because you have a high-tech-ass fucking uh, glove or even a little shitty piece of leather with goddamn enough padding on it, and now you can just beat this guy senseless without marking him up. You understand? With this, you guys are fucking each other up, but it's like, oh, yeah, you cut up and scratch. Like, the shit happens but from knuckles, you know, that shows what happened, shows the fucking... It, that's part of the judging, really, should be. It's like, okay, this guy touched him enough time to open up that cut on his fucking eye. Like, the, we can see it visually. So, you know, is it kind of sloppy at this stage? Yeah, but it's a moving document, like a uh, dictionary or, uh, for instance, you know, mixed martial arts. Uh, same thing. The guys are going to figure out different strategies. Right now, see, these looping punches are working. Joey Beltran's defense was tight right there. He blocked, you know, that he got, you know, that was good. I don't know. Who's coaching Joey? But his his skills look fucking uh, polished in this sport, and uh, his Greco is pretty damn good. Like his underhooks come. Yeah, he, he he's fucking smart fighter now. Uh, yeah. In the UFC, he did pretty good too. He did in the fucking Bellator. He had a great career. Um, this guy is mastered. It's nice to see him. Uh, oh, I mean, he has on his own uh, Twitter page, journeyman fighter, professional journeyman. Yeah, he kind of is. I and mean, that's cool because he's fucking the champ here, bro. Yeah. Beltran's a bad motherfucker. And, and damn, he deserves some respect. This this is a, I mean, you guys watch enough MMA to realize like the skill involved in this. Like, this is like, you know, like that was hard, what they just did. Like fucking hard, like yeah. hard. You know, that's like, after you get done with one of them, I bet you're damn... <gasps> You know, like a hard-ass wrestling match or three wrestling matches back-to-back kind of, you know? Well, Masvidal um, has his own promotion, Bare Knuckle uh, MMA, and he just signed Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> really? I'm glad Bigfoot's still around and fighting. That motherfucker is the damn 
I, you know, I shared a locker room with him. I was very impressed by that guy. And he was really funny. And every time I see him, he's cool as hell. Like, he's a good, yeah, yeah. Well, I, think he was, I think he was taking, like, human growth hormone because he has some kind of, like, gigantic, like, he has some kind of disease where he needed to live uh, or something. And then he stopped taking it because of Usada and he kept losing because of it. I don't yeah. think they're going to be testing in Jorge Masvidal's bare knuckle boxing, uh, bare knuckle MMA. It's true. And, I, 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 I met a guy from Reno who, who fought in it. A guy from Reno, he, he, he flew out there, paid him a couple hundred dollars. He flew himself out there. He actually tried out. They fought in a backyard. It must have been like 27 people watching. Um, and he did pretty well. He, he, he got taken down. He, he was getting beat up. He threw up a triangle, one by triangle. And now I think he was like, now he's allowed in the organization. But I it, choked a man from Reno just to watch him die. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Masvidal's bare knuckle MMA. I think they're going to be on Fight Pass pretty soon. Um, but uh, do you think that's – Tyler, would you be ever do that? Bare knuckle boxing or bare knuckle MMA? have to pay me a lot of money, dude. That, that, that's a whole nother level of crazy, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I can't utilize my wrestling, my number one tool. No, you but know, so. bare knuckle MMA, you can. Bare, bare knuckle MMA, you can use your wrestling, right? Yeah, bare knuckle MMA. True. I, I was sorry. I was thinking solely boxing, but yeah, I'd have to get paid a lot of money, dude. Like, what? That's nuts. I mean, I guess MMA bare knuckle MMA is no not much on. of a difference. It, it would be better for you in your wrestling style to not wear gloves. You could like manipulate a guy's leg easier, better get underhooks easier, better. It would benefit you to not have a glove. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean. Like, so I, I guess I wouldn't be super opposed to the bare knuckle MMA, but bare knuckle boxing, you know, taking away my wrestling, uh, oof, I better make a lot of money there because uh, that's intense. Oh, I think, yeah. Oh, also, the problem that I saw with the tryouts is it was on the grass. Uh, and it seems, it seems like that's a tough way to fight. Wait, you can't fucking fight on grass? I can fucking fight on grass. I can fight on snow. I can fight on fucking blacktop. I, I can fight on a fucking tabletop. I can fight on a top that spins yeah, around. You're also, not, you're also not the average person, Jason. I mean. I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? I've done a lot of fights. Like, I feel like you could adapt. All right. Well, well, this Friday night, speaking of bare knuckle boxing, and by the way, I got the app. It's $5 a month, and you get every fight bare knuckle boxing. Um, so, the math doesn't even work out. Where It's, like, cheaper to fight. Yeah, like, they're just giving their shit away for free at this point. Good, man. Five bucks. I'll gladly pay it. I think I already did. I uh, watched the whole shit. So this Friday night, Johnny Bedford is fighting. Oh, shit. Is fighting Barnett uh, in bare knuckle boxing. Um, uh, Tony Lopez, Tony, the you know Tony Lopez. He's got like 190 fights. That guy. He's like, Everyone knows Tony Lopez, dude. This guy is an icon in King of the Cage. Yeah. He's fighting Alan Belcher. Uh, Fuck it, yeah. What? That's yeah. wild as fuck. That's it, Raptor versus Striker, isn't it? It's, Baron, it's going down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, also on the card, uh, guys that uh, we know. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Melvin Gallard is fighting as well. What? That's wild. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Uh, and then, I, I, hold on, let me see who else is on this card. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They got to do a better job of advertising. I feel like because it's like I, I feel like most people don't 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 know about this 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 card, right? I mean, you didn't know that, did you? Are you talking to me? Of course I didn't know. I'd wait for you and you didn't fucking call me, bro. <laughs> Tyler, did you, have, did you have any idea that this was going down this Friday night? 
No, they, they, they always, I feel like they always do it in like Mississippi or Alabama and someone's yeah, fucking I, backyard, they do, but I never like, know about it. Right, right the weekend before, or the days before the weekend, they start blasting it out, I think. I think. I can't remember. Because they don't, they know that like people who watch Burn Uncle Fighting are probably going to be affected by, you know, like uh, an ad that just pops up and goes, yo, motherfucker, Burn Uncle Fighting today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, today. Uh, hold on, let me see. Hold on, BKFC. I gotta get the whole roster. All right, so yeah, BKFC. Who else is on the card? Uh, Harris Stevenson's fighting Melvin Gillard. Uh, Jason Fish versus Quentin Harry. I don't know those guys. Um, also, uh, yeah, Melvin Gillard is is like the big one, I guess. And then obviously Alan Belcher versus Tony Lopez. Who do you think wins? Tony Lopez uh, is tough as fuck, dude. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So is Belcher. Is it, wait, that's the bare knuckle card, huh? Yeah. That, Belcher's going to do that weird shit. He's going to put his fucking hand down uh, on the right side and like, oh no, yeah, he's southpaw, right? And he's going to come fucking do those whipping punches that he does. I, I, I'm interested to see how he changes his game from MMA to bare knuckle because Belcher has an interesting striking game. He knows how to punch and, yeah, fucking, it's going to be a weird one. I want to see that. I think Belcher may be a, Maybe can get in and out with footwork and 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 do some damage. I, I, Tony Lopez had a fucking war against Joey Beltran. That was probably every fight Tony Lopez has is a war, bro. I don't know how somehow he makes it a war. Like he'll he'll be beating the shit out of the guy and then kind of do slip on a banana peel and then suddenly <laughs> be in a triangle for an hour, then come back and win. Like this dude has. I've seen some amazing fights from Tony Lopez. I'm really a fan. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Hold on. Let me see if I can find, uh, Tony Lopez, uh, versus Joey Beltran. We're going to have, I'm going to try to do like the last, uh, uh, the, the bloodiest fight of 2018. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. This guy has been in some fucking wars. Yeah. And where are you at the Radisson Inn in Kenosha, Wisconsin? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, where am I? I am in, uh, Naples. I'm in Naples, Florida. So let's see. All right. We're going to, we're, 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 we're going to end the, the podcast I know, I'm like stuttering. Uh, oh, I love you, dude. You're like, oh, it's killing it. I, I can't even believe you wake up for this, do it with the show that you do. All like, right. I, if you always go and, and do comedy like you, I would be so sick of talking, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. So look at this fight. Tony Lopez is like, I feel like he's like the oh, real life. Fuck, he fought Beltran, that's why. Oh, here we go. I feel like he's now, like, let's get to the meat of it. Let's get to the meat of it. Come on. We don't have much time to, on the podcast, right? We got to no. hang up because your Wi-Fi turns off and fucking you got to reset the router. Get to uh, 20 in about six mark, weeks. Adam. Go to 20 minutes. Wait, do wait, wait, don't, don't you think like Tony Lopez is like the real live Danny Trejo? Yes. All that. Yeah, all that. For sure. Yeah. Hold on. See what we got. He all should right. play Danny Trejo in a biopic. Ah. I don't so know how his acting chops up there, but his boxing is pretty sick. His yeah. MMA in general. And, and, it, you know, it's interesting to see. He, he already got touched, I, even though I didn't see it. And it's interesting to see him uh, wading in against um, uh, Beltran because Beltran looks real comfy. Like, oh, he's in and out of his range, you know. But also, Tony does do this thing where he kind of does a zombie. Like, he, he puts his – oh, oh. Oh, the headlock punches are nice. Oh, my God, he's cut open bad. We missed that one. Yeah, man. Be look, Beltran's looking mad comfy. He's just walking forward like he's hitting a heavy bag. Like, get the fuck, get the fuck. Like, he's, like, getting him. Oh, but Tony's fucking crafty. He got a little check hook. He goes to Southpaw. He changes. So, oh, that's nice. 
damn, this is a dirty one. Uh, maybe that head is causing some of that fucking uh, blood. Like, a, you know, touch, touch the head to the cut and open it up wider. I don't know. It looks like it happened. Boom and a boom and a bap. Yeah, Tony always does that weird thing where he leaves his jab hand out. It kind of fucks up the guy's uh, offense. That, those are some wild-ass punches. Yeah, the, the angle that they come from with no gloves are a little different. Like, it looks it looks strange to me because I'm used to watching guys box of gloves. But, yeah, the, the angle of the punch can change. Man, what a fucking exchange that was. I love like, that. I, was ta- I talked through it, and I, but I was acting casual. Those guys went for it on that round. There's a great comment on the post. It, says, it looks like two uncles throwing down at a quinceanera. <laughs> hey, bro, I would hang a piñata in the background. <laughs> I mean, th- this is, I mean, th- imagine like. Oh, that's this- a fucking sick exchange. You saw that? Yeah. Man, that's crazy, dude. It looks kind of majestic to me because the Wi Fi is all buffering right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a legendary fight that they put on. Oh, my fucking God. He is fucking open. Oh, my God. Everyone is open. I hope you got your shots. <laughs> I hope you got your shots. <laughs> I mean, this Holy is just crazy. Shit. What a fucking legendary. Who wins the fight? Uh, I think it was. That's a, Beltran. Come on, he's a champion. Beltran won. I mean, look at these fucking guys. Like, Tony Lopez deserves a round of applause, too. Like, holy shit. Give him a standing out. Like, goddamn, damn Trejo face. Got all had, bloodied up. They had a rematch. But it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't go like this. The rematch didn't go like this. What? Uh, Beltran just laid him out? No, it was just boring. It was just like Beltran oh. won, but it was like. The guys were kind yeah, of like, yeah. yeah. Well, both guys got smart. Oh, I like guess they, it was a draw. I guess it was a draw. Oh, well, champion keeps his belt. Sorry. Oh, no, no, Tony no, Lopez no, no, no. They gave it to Lopez. Lopez. Lopez won. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean Beltran won. Beltran won. Idiot, bro. Just because yeah. they're both Mexican, can't mix them up. They're not <laughs> the salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was crazy. So, anyway, uh, Tyler, what do you have coming up? If I live in Northern California and I want my food delivered, talk to me. Diamond-MealPrep.com. That's uh, I gotta go to Freshly.com. Freshly um, meal prep. No. Uh, <laughs> Diamond. Diamond. Yes. What is it called? It's I'm gonna like cut a promo. What's prep. it called? That's right. Hi, I'm Mayhem Miller. Go to Diamond. Fucking talking over my copy, bro. His last name is Diamond. Motherfucker, I know. All right, go on. Tyler, what do I what do I order the food? Never from? mind. You know what, Tyler? If you don't want me to cut a promo for you. All right, I'll cut a promo. Ma'am, cut a promo. Hey, I'm not the one cutting you off. Jason, please. Do you need meal prep services? Well then Trump. Take two. Hey, I don't know the name of it. It's Diamond Meal Prep Company. A diamond supply diamond company. Dash meal prep service. Diamond Dash. Fuck, you fucking fucked me up with that dash. Diamond Dash, is it a dash or do we spell it all out? D-A-S-H. You spell it out. You spell it out. Oh, DiamondDash.com. Buy some fucking food. <laughs> ah! There we go. It worked. I think that's a t-shirt or tagline. You can censor me if you want, but I'm not to be censored. I choose my words very carefully. All right. And uh, Bill, what do you got coming up? Uh, I just got shows in Austin. Uh, Brian Redbrand's Secret Show at the Vulcan and... Uh, it's so fucking secret now. Brian Redpan's doing a show. That old codger, what's he doing? Pulling up dick pics for Joe to look at? <laughs> All right. Don't be homophobic. All right. 
Jason, if I want to train in LA with a guy who is a, a legendary fighter, what, what do I do? Fuck, man. I call Mike Bisman. I think he lives down the street. <laughs> nah, nah, my bad. I may have that fightscience.com. Uh, I mean, I think that's our website. Unless Boss Rudin stole that shit and cyber squatting again. Uh, yeah, so come to Fight Science in Mid-City, Los Angeles. I'll be there and be square. I think we spar on Friday. Uh, September 2nd to the 5th, I will be at the comic strip in Vancouver. Uh, and then I'll be at the House of Comedy. I mean, in uh, the actually, House of Comedy in, uh, in Vancouver. House of Wait, Comedy the Takashi 6 9 House of Comedy you're going to? Yes, and then I'm at the Minnesota House of Comedy, September 16th to 24th. Uh, thank, Tyler, thank you for being on the show. I know we took up all your time. Thanks, man. What, every uh, fucking ate a gordita right in our face and like spit it out. <laughs> Like, come on. No, dude, that was Doritos. That was We're Doritos not going to have a Mountain Dew that you mentioned right? earlier. Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't get Mountain Dew mouth. You get your fucking teeth up, drink too much of it. All right? Calm down. <laughs> Maybe try the diet version. All right? I'm just telling all the kids out there, don't drink too much soda. If you drink too much soda, start acting like Mayhem uh, drink an energy drink company that doesn't give me money. So... <laughs> Jason, hey bro, you're a fucking champ, bro. We're gonna we're gonna see you later, and you don't hey heal up good, do your rehab. We want to see you back in the damn cage. Uh, I PFL Elemental P X Y Z George's uh, show uh, Triller and Vanilla. Uh, I want to see you do some trash can lid boxing uh, with another friend and a crowbar. Uh, you know, fantastic to see it. Bill Dawes, God bless you. Good night, uh, everyone. Hey, do you want to say uh, uh, anything? Um, you know, besides your freshly uh, competitor, the Diamond uh, Fresh Service, Diamond Dash Service, Diamond Dash. <laughs> no, dude, you're just speaking to uh, the 2022 um, PFL season winner next year. That's Ooh, that's yeah. all. Love it. Okay, love it. Love Ruth it. over here calling a shot. All right. I can't wait to see that. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Bill. Yep, absolutely. Bye.